Welcome to Volume 4 of Shocktoberfest. In tonight's episode, we'll be talking about everything we've watched from the 21st to the 27th. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Volume 4 of our Shocktober series. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And joining us once again, uh, putting up a good fight, surprisingly, is uh, Adam Bentley. Yeah, I'm doing the best I can, guys. <laughs> not, uh... It's not easy to sit around and watch a bunch of movies all day. <laughs> Listen, well, we were, we're doing this. We're sitting down, we're bunkering down, and we're fucking doing it. It's hard work. It's, it's not easy to just give up your life and just become a, a movie nerd for uh, a good month. But, uh, you know, it's the name of the game. It's but, worth it. And I'm not trying to knock him. I'm just like, it. this is, uh, you know, usually, I believe you, you would usually watch like 20 films or something in a month. I think I, this year you've like, not only stuffed up your game, but like, Jumped you're, over, you're, like you might have the bell. You might yeah, get the this pound. Is, I'm really surprised because when I, he said he's going to participate, I'm like, ah, yeah, it'll be fun. You know, okay, I like, there, Adam. Yeah, I like <laughs> listening to him talk about you know whatever films he covers, but I didn't think he'd be putting up a fight. And now it's like again, I don't know the numbers, but I think roughly looking at them, I think it's anyone's game. I think. Maddie might might have a bit of a lead maybe. there, but it sounds like Adam is going close. back big this week, maybe. And I think I'm going to be the. Uh, I think I'm the underdog this uh, this year, but who knows? Again, I, I could have a big final week. Probably not though, the way I've been watching movies. I put on a movie, get through 20 minutes of it, takes me two or three days, but who knows? Uh, it, I think this year though, like last year actually was really close too. I wonder if we should put um, money on this or something. Yeah. Like, it should be like some sort of like a cash prize. I think, I think the honor is more important than the money. Like being crowned the king of Halloween means more to me than winning 10 bucks or something. But I'm really surprised how close this year and last year has yeah. been. For our Movie City Mini X podcast, it's, it's been- It's crazy how much yeah. close like last year was because I think Danny took it or you took it. I, I took it, but yeah. you no, you came in second by like whatever it was. I think yeah. we mentioned last mm-hmm. the first. Is episode, Danny coming cool. for the last episode? I think so. I'm trying to get him. He's in. not. He's not competing yeah. though. I mean, but yeah. imagine he he comes in. and He's like, yeah, I watched 75. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd count it. The, the, <laughs> well, the rule is, I thought we set from the beginning. The rule is, you have to mention it on the show mm-hmm. if you don't. You know, if you're like, oh, by the way, I watched these three yeah. episodes, they don't. It doesn't count if they're not mentioned on the show. So, but what if um, he comes in and like, I watched all eight Saw movies, I watched all eleven Friday the Thirteenth. When he starts movies. talking, we're gonna cut him off yeah. so he can't talk about the. <laughs> you know, we can't spend three hours of him. No, I, I from what I what I told him is just come in and uh, and maybe talk about the ten highlights of the month for you, and maybe one or two that really sucked. Because mm. yeah, unfortunately, if he's not gonna show up to the final episode, we can't have. Should not for Danny's yeah. they be in, inverted? <laughs> the one or two that were actually good movies and the 10 yeah, that exactly. were well what he's going to do is he's going to get the 10 that he really liked and when he gives the ratings they're going to be like 4 out of 10 and then the 3 that he hated he's going to give like an 8 out of 10 that's usually how Dan works but uh, I love that every episode it ends <laughs> it starts with us ripping on Dan he's not even here and he's I know no wonder he doesn't want to come until Honestly. the final episode but um yeah, anyways, uh, I guess we should just jump into it. 
Because yeah. I know these episodes tend to go a little longer. Um, everyone watches a shitload of movies, apparently. So yeah, well, but, we don't want to be like a chumps, right? Yeah, we don't it, it is surprising. You know, I mean, you, I, mm. I, you know, we know it's 31 days, but how much we all watch? Like when you add up all the movies and TV shows. When I'm putting together the, the, the synopsis, this, everybody wins, right? You get to watch a bunch oh, exactly. of cool fucking movies. But when I'm putting the synopsis up for each mm. episode, it's just crazy. It's this huge like paragraph yeah. of it's it's just insane what we can cover in an episode. So yeah, I, I think it's great for for us because we're um, watching stuff that you know maybe we wouldn't mm-hmm. normally uh, throw on or we wouldn't get a chance to we're kind of forcing ourselves to get through as much of classics that you return to but also new films that you've been wanting to check out but yeah and the, and the listeners win because they have a whole list of films to either check watch out. or stay away from so anyways let's jump into it um, we're going to start off with October 21st Maddie's looks like he's eager to jump in, so I might owe you an apology. That house, uh, the haunting of Hell House, or the haunting of Hell House, is actually kind of amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I watched episode three and four of this, and as you're saying, like you got to check out the background of every scene because there's always like a apparition kind of going on, which really added a new layer for me, which I thought was kind of cool. Like I'm really digging this show. I'm surprised I haven't really uh, just killed it because I'm starting to watch movies instead of TV shows. Yeah. So I've only watched three and four, but I am excited about it. Maybe in November I'm going to... My two favorite episodes are the next... Are they coming up, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I I can't believe how good the show actually got. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it stays at that level. As I said last week, the first two are probably... It was a slow go. But they're setting up a lot of things that Mm -hmm. are super important for the whole series. It could have been a movie. Like, it could have been like a five-hour, ten-hour movie, right? So... Yeah, I dug it, man. I got to give it like, the more I think about it, the more I want to give it 8 out of 10 pumpkins. Yeah, I think I gave those two episodes 8. Yeah, it, it's it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna check it out. I think I already mentioned I'm waiting until after October because I don't want it to consume. That's what I was thinking. I already yeah. have like stocks of movies I know I'm not going to get I, through. I might so. wait till like maybe mid-November because I'm, I'm kind of want to get into something that isn't like a horror-related. <laughs> I'm excited about like watching uh, The Goldberg because I just picked up season five. So I am... Um, yeah, it was one of those things where I had a stack of movies that were, I was like, this is what I'm watching this week. Yeah. But let's just watch one of these. Oh, that was pretty good. And then... You just kept hitting it up, replay, replay, right? Yeah. Once we got to the third one, it was like, uh, I'm, in. I'm, I'm all in. Um, on the 21st, I watched The Evil Dead, the original. Oh, shit. Right on, man. Uh, directed by Sam Raimi, which... Is this, a, this isn't a first go for you, is it? So, I had seen this at a party. Okay. And I realized as I was watching it that I didn't remember basically anything. Oh, okay. well, you're at a party, like you're probably drinking. You might be doing that, like a meth. You guys like to do? Yeah, there was a lot thing. of yeah. there was a lot of meth at that that point in my life. And uh, <laughs> no, I, I I it was like watching you're, you're it for the, the first uh, time. You were a meth late. You were in a meth club. <laughs> there was a little. There was stuff here and there that I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember this scene, or I I remember that. So but, you had only before this time seen it at a party. Yeah. Wow. This is uh, like, uh, wow. I, and I, for some reason, I had convinced myself I had seen it. And then when we were, I was getting movies together for this, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think I only saw it that one time. Like, um, anyways, uh, awesome, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, atmosphere for days, right? Atmosphere for days. There's a tone that is like instantly kind of unique about mm-hmm. it. There's a little bit of an amateur quality, but it it comes across. Um, endearing it's charming and charming yeah um you know bruce campbell is amazing amazing right? you could tell he's not completely bruce campbell yet mm-hmm. like he's not as like he 
he's not hamming it as much yeah. in a knowingly way. He's just hamming it because he doesn't know what's <laughs> going on. Um, but yeah, the effects are so cool. Like all the practical stuff. It's dope, right? Is, is buckets of blood. Buckets of blood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty standard story of, you know, the cabin in the woods sort of story. The Necronomicon. Um, but yeah, I, I really dug it. I'm going to give it eight eight pumpkins. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, and have you seen part two then? Or I that be- the same I think situation? it's a similar situation. Oh, you, need yeah. to, you need to. So I got part two okay, nice. lined up it's for coming? today. Yeah. And it's a film that even though, like, it almost feels like a remake. There's a lot of similarities. You can watch them back to back. Yeah, they're, they're complete, very different. They hold movies. up on their well, own. One's like, like a horror. The other one's kind of a comedy. I horror think. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. I go back and forth. I think I prefer part two more just because mm. it's more entertaining. I'm always, again. I'm always like, I prefer that entertaining, fun horror films yeah. than like, you know, that this you know trying to scare me just because not much does anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think they're both fantastic. I'm mm-hmm. curious to hear your thoughts on the second. Yeah, one. I wanted to give about a week. Yeah. So I wasn't like just... Clean your palate a bit? Yeah. I think he becomes more of the, the Bruce Campbell we know and love in part two, but he's still not quite there. Yeah. You know, it's not... When did he become... Army of Darkness, maybe? Was Army of yeah, Darkness that would make Briscoe most County sense, right? was when he kind of became that yeah. cocky, arrogant mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're both masterpieces. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about number two. So, Manny, what else did you watch? So I got a bunch of beers and some friends over, and we did a, a double feature. We watched The Reanimator. Okay. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah, that is a great like a horror comedy. I think like, Stuart so, Go- Gordon. Yeah, that guy might be Jeffrey one Combs. of my like up there directors for like <laughs> horror movies. The guy's amazing. This be- atmosphere, it has like a comedy. It has like a Jeffrey uh, Coombs kind of uh, just like eating every scene, which is awesome. Have you seen this? No, I have never seen Reanimator. Oh, wow. So amazing. yeah, I was I was going to be going up to your place, and then um, we didn't know where we were. We were going to be for a bit. Well, it's hard to get to the underpass of uh, the highway where I live. <laughs> I know. The boxes changes I know. I had a strange day. Like, I, I watched Evil Dead the second we I left here. Oh, crazy. And then I watched the next one, and then I was, like, not thinking I was going to get to watch anything, <laughs> and I, I had I rebounded late, late at night. Nice. So what are you going to give? Uh... I got to give the reanimator. I'm going to say, like, 7.5 pumpkins out of 10. Nice. There okay. is a... That almost seems a bit... Whoa. I know. Like I, I, I was thinking about this. It, like for the scene of the zombie head giving head. Isn't that the? I was about to bring that up. Like there's a scene where this guy gets reanimated and his, he has his head cut off, but like he tapes this girl down to the table and he's like, he uses his body to put his head between her legs. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. It's uh yeah that's a that's a kooky film. Mm. That that's the first time too that I had scene I think I actually I think the first time I watched it and I don't know if it was the first time you watched it I think mm. it was at your house when yeah, that would back like in high school and uh, I think that was one of those like when we used to get tons of yeah. food like we didn't that was before we were we drinking didn't do, we didn't drink or do drugs got a bunch of like snack um, it foods. was like yeah it was like chips and like candy and donuts and shit and like we got like that sugar fever uh, by the end of it but I think that was one of the films we watched and I think that was the first time I was like oh it's Jeffrey Combs and and at first, you don't you don't really like him in that film. He's kind of like that anti hero, like smug and swarmy. But after that, and once you, he's yeah. kind of like Bruce Campbell. Once you see the rest of his career, you grow to love him, and yeah. then you go back and watch it, and you're he's the guy you're rooting for on you know second, third, mm-hmm. third watches. But yeah, that, that's a, a lot of fun, a lot of cool like practical gags and practical it's crazy. Gags. And like there's this uh, scene at the end where all these zombies are coming to life, and there's just a a fog in this uh, mortuary, which just looks yeah. so cool at the end, man. The big giant muscular yeah. guy in the morgue too, <laughs> naked <laughs> naked guy chasing them. Around. It's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what do you end up watching, buddy? So, and and then I watched on the twenty first. I watched the Fly. Oh, uh, David Cronenberg was the Fly, which is it I the Brundle Fly. Yeah, Brundle Fly, which I never, I'd also never seen. So. <laughs> 
You're killing me here. Uh, yeah, You're like earning your horror credit yeah. this month. No, it was like I had a bunch that I had put aside for this month. That was yeah. one I got. I got uh, the Blu-ray last year, just after this time, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm saving Save that for October. I think and that's like top ten of all. Yeah. Time. It, it, it oh is my amazing. God, is it, it is amazing? amazing. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think, the best movie I've seen. In my opinion, for the watching during the month, yeah, that yeah. makes sense, man. Um, top. It is incredible. The performances are amazing. Um, just there's like a great subtle humor that runs throughout, yeah. but the the practical effects is awesome. Like that Brundlefly monster at the end of it is oh so my good. God, it's incredible. Well, I think that film just works because I could talk about two characters that you want to mm. see somehow. Make it, make it, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just almost, it's just depressing watching this guy deteriorate in mm-hmm. front of him, and you know, again, that relationship between the two is so like strong and believable. You and, do believe it when he gets yeah. drunk and kind of does it, like, oh fuck, and he's kind of like getting a bit jealous. The jealous, like, yeah. You know that feeling, like we've probably all been there. But and it's probably the best performances from both mm-hmm. of those. Yeah, as, as much so. as I love Jeff Goldblum, that's I think he enhances every film. One, yeah. I think that's probably. He he His rarely has a, a film what that is this good that he's the lead in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. Um, and yeah, Gina Davis is it's so good, right? So good, like because there's a lot of layers to both of them. Um, yeah, I I was I was expecting it to be good from everything I've heard, um, but. It's a, a nine. Talk about the practical yeah, effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. That makes sense. And the practical effects in that film are so. Like, That's what we were talking yeah. about. Like the so gooey fly and at like, the end. Oh man, yeah. it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's so Cronenberg of that yeah. era too, which I've seen a lot of those other films, and this one just like the body dysmorphia, yeah. the 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 sexuality that's running through it's it. So good. It's just so good, and. I feel like it's going to be one I'm going to go back to a oh, yeah. bunch. Yeah, you can. Because the second it starts and you get to his lab, I'm like, I'm all in. There's just something they know. He's, they set a scene that I want to stay in that lab yeah. as long as possible yeah. because there's well, just, just, a, yeah. just the stuff of him with the steak and everything. It's like, yeah. it's him cooking a steak and talking about the scientific process, how it's going. It's just like, yeah. It's so fascinating. Like I'm yeah. so sucked in. It shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, he's just cooking. But it's so good. Like I, I don't know. There's yeah, that film. There, there's, there's a fantastic rhythm to the yeah. film too. Mm. Like whenever they've kind of explored a territory enough, they move on. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, it's it's very economical too. I, I think it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, there's no wasted scenes, but you're able to get great characterization, which is a problem sometimes with yeah. quick horror movies where you don't feel like you know these characters. Yeah. You feel like you know them. You know the sleazy guy that runs the magazine. Yeah. Um, yeah. The film does a great job, too. Where, like, scenes that would normally be boring in any other film, again, you're just like hooked up. Like, it's yeah. ma- it's magnetic how good every scene in that. I don't know. It's, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's a per. It's pretty close to it almost might a, perfect be a perfect film. Yeah, for me. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like, it's an easy nine pumpkins out of yeah. ten. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I mean, we'll see how it goes, but our goal is, you know, we're, we're long off. This will be a year away. But if we ever do our 100 top horror films of all time or something, I think you should mm-hmm. try to join us. You have a year or so to uh, watch a bunch. I, I think it would be really fascinating. To, uh, I, I've, you know, over the last three or four years, that's the area that probably I was lacking the most. And now you're kind of getting into it, eh? now, I'm so. catching up now. You know, la- last year the thing was the big one that just yeah. knocked my, my head Socked back. off. So, anyways, yeah, for for our hundredth, I think uh, I'm gonna throw it out there. It's probably a couple years from Start now. Start watching but, movies uh, now. Hundred horror films of all time. We'll we'll run it down. Maybe do a big epic thing. But it's just 
fun to see everyone's take in all these classic mm-hmm. horror films, you know, whether it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Everyone reacts differently yeah. to things. I know, like, I appreciate Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the masterpiece it is, but I don't love it as much as maybe everyone else is. I know that it's probably wouldn't favorites. be that might that, that'd be in your hundred um, for sure, right? Sorry, that would be in your hundred for sure, right? Or maybe not. I don't know. I have to. It probably yeah. would, but again, th- there's certain films. There's one actually I'm going to talk about, which many would consider one of the greatest mm. horror films of all time. And when you see my rating, you're going to be like, "Wow, that's fucking low." And it's like I appreciate it for what it does, but I I didn't enjoy it as much mm. as maybe others do. Yeah, uh, I can appreciate ma- the maskers that. That one for me too. Yeah, yeah. It's never. Um, I've seen that twice. Yeah, every time I revisit, thinking, okay, I missed something. I think the problem with Text Chain, so I'm asking, we're getting off track here because none mm. of us probably watched Text yeah. Chain. No, did we? But uh, I just, for me, it's like I appreciate for what it is. It's it's terrifying. It's unnerving. It makes you feel uncomfortable. The whole movie. But it's like almost like I don't. I'm not entertained while watching it. I don't know if that it makes sense. Like it's you're pretty much watching this woman get chased mm-hmm. and screaming the whole movie. It's like an hour and a half of screaming of her getting chased. Then she gets captured. She pretty much gets tortured. Then more chasing. Like it's it's unnerving and like it it's draining. And yeah. like I, I appreciate that for what it does. I mean, it is. There's few films that have that effect on me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I can't. I don't know if I'm really necessarily entertained by it. So for me, when I do my list. Again, I can say I appreciate that from its technical point of view, but as a entertain, I, when I do my list, it's like what entertains me. What do I want to watch again, and again, and again? And for me, it's always like what actually stays with me. Yeah, um, is a big one. Like, like, yeah, I find f- if I'm thinking about a movie two days later, yeah, that's and, a good and, sign. Massacre, like I find like I'm if I watch that movie, I think about it for a couple of days after. So that's one I probably haven't watched. In since my early twenties, yeah, you okay. yeah, yeah, you might. But I remember I watched it twice within a three, two or three year span because I remember the first time I had like a heavy dislike, and then the second time was like, yeah, I get how this set everything else, but it, it it's just never like on a. Anyways, I'll rewatch. Yeah, if yeah. We yeah. We're, we're spoiling our episode yeah. from three years or whenever yeah. we get to. 100. Maybe not. Maybe I'll completely change. Um. um so, anyways. Oh, yeah. on, let me Kyle. let me jump in. Yeah. I only watched uh, one movie uh, this day. Unfortunately, when when our podcast ended, I did family, <laughs> family stuff. You think unfortunately? <laughs> well, for this competition, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I mean, fuck. I'm trying to keep up here, and it's tough. But um, yeah, our, our our son was just not down with uh, doing some horror. Films, he didn't want but, to touch uh, Tom Masker with you. <laughs> no, but I watched some um, the Amityville Horror from 1979. Oh, awesome. um, I just recently read the book uh, last month, mm. so I've been wanting to um, mm. check this out and see how it compares. This is a film. It seems to get a lot of shit over the years. It seems like it's that one film that everyone loved when it came out. Now everyone, since it's maybe been revealed that it's, it's it was all a hoax. A hoax. That um, I don't know. Everyone just has a hate on for it now. But I have always stood behind that. I enjoy it. It's a it, good movie, man. And I wanted to see how it compared to the book. Um, so the opening is is very creepy. Where you have the Ronald DeFeo Jr. going around murdering his family. The way it's done. I think it's really well done yeah. um, with the the shots in the house and the flashes mm. and you know pulling out and, the, and that the way the house designed this film looks very yeah. creepy it almost looks like a face staring at you. The opening is fantastic. Um, James Brolin is there as uh, George Lutz. I think he's fine in this performance. Yeah. He, he's good. I mean, uh, near the end he gets a little over top. The way they do like the makeup with him to show yeah, that yeah he's losing he's his getting mind. affected by this house is a little much. But I don't know I think he's good. In this Margot Kidder is fantastic in this. I thought like she's just very like one. You know I've never really like. I think we've talked about it as Lois Lane. She never really worked necessarily. Yeah. She was a good Lois Lane, but she kind of had that, like, she smokes 10 packs of yeah. cigarettes a day. What kind of underwear am I but, wearing, Superman? <laughs> I thought she was, yeah, I thought she was a looker in this. There's yeah. something, maybe yeah. it's just 
she was a very likable character in this. So I, I looked at her a different way. Uh, Rob Steiger as the uh, father, uh, Delany, yeah. Delaney, That scene with the flies is so fucking. I good, think yeah, right? I thought he was really good in this, and even like again, maybe it's a little over top, but like. I thought it's fantastic where the, in the end where he's going to the in the church and he's trying to like get the help of God yeah. and I, I think in this he goes doesn't happen in the book in, in real life of course but he doesn't go blind or whatever but I, I thought his performance was really good and yeah that, that scene where the, the bees attack that was very well done in the voice where it's like good old it's great like right? it's pretty creepy I always thought again mm-hmm. Simpsons and like all these parodies have kind of made a joke been... over the years but I was surprised how still very effective it is uh, the score by uh, Lalo Schifrin is fantastic like one of the in my opinion, one of the better horror scores out there. Um, I just wanted to briefly talk a little bit about how it compares to the book. Don't worry, I won't drag on too long, yeah. but some things I thought the movie did better. Uh, the pacing is definitely better. I thought, have you, any of you guys read the book? No. I've never read the book, no. I was really excited because it's like, again, even though it's it's been maybe revealed to be a hoax, there, there's a part of me that still believes that it's real. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't know because the, the the two Lutzes died. I think is the wife still alive? Or are they both dead now? I have no idea. But I think they're both dead. But either way, I think till till their grave, they stood by that it was real. I know someone came out one of the lawyers saying they got drunk and came up with the whole story. But I don't know. Part of me still wants mm-hmm. to believe. How are you guys on ghosts? Do you believe that ghosts are possibly real? I w- yeah, I've had like a Mulder. I want to believe, but I don't. Yeah, I kind of in that. I'm kind of in the same way, too. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I'm kind of like, you know, there's still no real great evidence. But yeah. again, a part of me can still watch this yeah. thinking, you know, maybe they are. There's yeah. still a part of me that says maybe there's If I go and, and you do, you, you're like in a situation where people are, are framing in a certain way and talking about a house and you're there and you yeah. that's when I kind of go, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's exactly And it. then I leave and go. That's not true. You know, usually when, when people get around in a circle and they start doing seances, I went to a... This is a little off topic, but I went to Paletta Mansion where I used to work when I was in my early 20s. And it was always kind of a creepy place when you'd be in there on yeah. your own. And there were guys that said when they started, they didn't believe at all. Like, I remember this one caretaker guy, I don't believe at all. And he was he was like, I was adamant. And he was like, I believe now. There's, oh, so there's actually yeah. people who and have like there was like There was like three people that I met that were like... This, I came here thinking, what are you talking about? And now, like, there's just been all these things I see out of the corner of my eye. But we went there for this ghost tour, which I thought would be more historical, which ended up just being people with all these meters and stuff, yeah. which I hated. Yeah. yeah. I find, like, this new ghost hunting is so uh, yeah. lame, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, I think oh, the ghost hunters, I think even the psychics, yeah. that takes yeah. me out of it, and that's where I'm like, okay, this yeah. bullshit where some woman's walking around, yeah. I feel, and she starts shaking. Yeah. It's like... Okay. Fuck you! Like this is, yeah. I always hate that because when they do like the History Channel documentaries that we have in that yeah. that pack, it has like all the various cool horror related documentaries. Um, and yeah, like when they tell the history and the the yeah, mythology awesome. and the story, it's like, oh, this is so cool. Even and then they get into like the like. psychic and modern times yeah. going through the house. I'm like, that takes me out of yeah. it. So, um, sorry. Anyways, yeah. So. It was interesting that things that are supposed to make you more into it, like you're saying, mm-hmm. took me out of it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "When do I get out of here? When can I leave?" Yeah. And you kind of judge the people doing it, right? Like, what are you doing with your life <laughs> with these fucking ghost meters? And, yeah, uh, get on a podcast, yeah. watch <laughs> yeah. as many movies as you can. Yeah, come yeah. on, assholes! Like, do something. <laughs> do something with your life. <laughs> um, but anyways, the reason I brought it up is because I. I thought the book mostly sucked. Um, it's not very well written. It just like drags on. It's like 
this is the whole document of their life for that mm-hmm. month. And a lot of time, nothing happens or the stuff that doesn't happen is not exciting. There's obviously a few cool set pieces which are in the movie. And that's why I think the movie actually is better than the book. Like, I would recommend just watching the movie. Mm-hmm. It takes the cool parts and kind of gets rid of the stuff where it's like is nothing Is the book happens. like a documentary kind of deal? Like it's, uh... it's just like them writing down almost like a journal of what uh, happened okay. throughout the... I think it's like the 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 writer of the book. Yeah. It's almost like they told them the story of everything that happened. But a lot of stuff is stupid. Wash dishes out of dawn soap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and boy, that's the thing too. Like even if like again, maybe they were on a lot of drugs and alcohol. But like, if you're gonna come up with a real story, would you come up with like a pig, a ghost pig that is like haunting them? Like you think you would come up with something that might be more really? That's like yeah. almost where it's like maybe it is believable because this shit is so fucking stupid that like who would make that up? Yeah. Or their lion statue comes to life and attacks them? Like it's just weird stuff. Yeah slime oozing through your walls like anyways so the comparisons I think the movie does a better job with pacing it gets rid of the stuff where nothing happens Yeah. even the book it doesn't really do a good job making you understand who these people are and I think the movie doesn't really either but I think it does a better job of like okay you understand this family that came in somewhat loving and by the end you know he's ready to kill them all when he's possessed um, again they get rid of the ceramic line statue I think in the movie yeah. they have it like he does trip and you see bite marks and the statues there, but they never go, like the book goes yeah. into like, literally they see the statue moving, which seems silly to me. Even the pig creature in the movie is still there, but it's not as much as the book. That's predominant. So I don't think it, it seems as silly. And I think you find out that like, you know, it's a pig creature because it, it, it made itself look like something that the, the little girl could, it bases its form on, you know, to attract the little girl uh, to okay. it or something like that. So Couldn't it, it came up with a puppy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, <laughs> so they kind of try to explain it, but it's a little bit silly. Um, and uh, one of the coolest scenes in the movie, the babysitter trapped in the closet, that didn't actually happen, so that's not in the book, and that's one of the uh. scarier scenes. Uh, in the book they have, he keeps on waking up and hearing a marching band playing in his living room which again seems fucking silly like I think he comes down and sees him that in the movie I think you hear it like once and it's like it could just be part of the score so they don't put too much you know you don't literally see him go down and see a marching band of ghosts because I think that'd be cheesier Uh, instead of slime leaking from the walls they have blood which I think is scarier for the finale and um, yeah I don't know I think they do a good job uh, adapting it for the movie a couple things though I did like better in the book Um, in the movie when they find the red room and you see he sees like his face it's this weird, cheesy practical effect mm-hmm. where he sees his face looking at him in the red wall. So I thought that was kind of cheesy. The movie, uh, the book didn't have that. Um, and I think the book does, I guess, a good job of like making it seem like it's a month of time, which I don't know if the movie feels a bit rushed, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I, the book it takes place during winter Christmas. I was kind of disappointed that they got rid of that because it would have been cool to have a haunted Black Christmas. story on, on Christmas just to add, you know, yeah, any, double, any double holiday feature. horror gets yeah. an extra star for me. It happened on like Martin Luther um, King Day or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like <laughs> holidays. Oh, and then the other thing that is nixed from that happened in the book, I guess she would be like levitated and stuff like that. And there's a scene where she gets ravaged in her bed by a ghost. That was, oh, she gets a... Uh, I don't know if she gets rape but the, I think she gets whatever but that's not in the movie unfortunately because I think that would have been a cool scene it's weird they would have mm-hmm. t- taken that out um, anyways uh, yeah for, for the most part I I, I think the movie does a, a better job personally of, of the book I would say skip the book hey listen um, it's, even if it's true or not it's a great movie like, yeah yeah uh, anyways uh, yeah I overall like the film I mean it does drag at times there's some overacting there but I think overall it's a pretty solid haunting flick I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten, I, I, I it still works for me. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's not a perfect film. I probably like a little did bit. Did you do part two as well, or no? I was hoping to. I was hoping to actually go yeah. through the documentaries because they're not on they the Screen Factory Blu-ray, which is a real shame. They weren't able to get, but on the 
old DVD set, you got two documentaries that were put out by the History Channel. Yeah. I think one of them actually still has when the Lutzes were still alive and they give their side mm-hmm. of the story. And the one is like another investigative piece. But I was hoping to get through those. I don't know if it's going to happen, but they're just as good as a movie if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Anyways, uh, what else did you guys watch on the 21st? What do you guys feel about New Zealand horror movies? I watched this movie called Black Sheep from New Zealand. Absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, it's fun. I was a little bit drunk at the time, but it's about like these uh, zombie sheep that come to life and they start attacking this farm. Oh, really? It sounds insane, and it is insane. The minute like a sheep bites you, you start turning into this weird sheep man. So there's a bunch <laughs> of like these weird sheep creatures coming walking around and haunting this farm. It's fucking awesome. And there's something about the way New Zealanders deliver a joke that makes it amazing. Yeah, there is uh, definitely like uh, they have this dry. I don't even know how to explain it. It's dry, but a little bit more exaggerated or something. Yeah, it's not like it's not pure deadpan. Yeah, there is something. There's something unique about it. And every joke landed for me. Like this movie, I thought was a ton of fun. So I got to give it. I'm going to say a seven out of uh, ten pumpkins. Nice. Yeah, I remember. I remember it being quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And the practical effects were actually kind of good. Like, there's a few like. Uh, Scenes like, you're like, okay, that's CGI. But like most of it was done like puppeteers, like an old like a Peter Jackson movie, which yeah. I thought was kind of dope. A great double feature would be Zombievers, which is actually, again, has is better than it has any right to be. You're right? Yeah, I remember actually really enjoying that one as well. Uh, I watched, I've got, I still got a few things. I'll go through them fairly quickly, um, at least the show. So I watched Bob Burger, uh, Bob's oh. Burgers. Full bars. Nice. nice. What'd you think? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. So this is the first time I'd, I'd seen maybe some clips of the show, but I'd never mm. seen a full episode. That's uh, how it was for me. That was yeah, my introduction. I, I, after like watching all these, I kind of want to watch the show yeah, now. I'm going back to the beginning my, of my, uh, my My wife is like, want she just keeps bugging me now why aren't we watching bob burgers the stupid contest we should just be starting bob burgers, bob's burgers as i'm trying to find like some halloween i want to watch episode. the friends halloween episode yeah. instead of bob's burgers i know that is one negative to our show yeah. sometimes you watch something you don't really want to that's why again i've been yeah trying to stay away from tv that i've been trying to do movies and stuff yeah um you know, but so i'm gonna give it eight know. bars you guys talked about it a lot yeah. on the other episode yeah. but it, it's a it's a great setup I like how you said eight bars oh eight uh, eight, eight full bars eight full bars <laughs> Chocolate. Uh, eight, uh, eight pumpkins. So then we watched uh, Gerald's Game. I'm curious. What did you think oh, about so my this? my boy Mike Flanagan. So this is... This, this was, is like we were divided on divided this. Divided on this. And <laughs> I can already tell Adam did not enjoy it. No, 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 no. no. Like, I'm curious what you thought. I, I am siding with Kyle. Get out nice. of here. Really? Yep. I, uh, I really thought it was quite well done. There is a limited aspect of it, mm-hmm. but I thought both... Carla, it's like Watchmen and Lord of the Rings is like a book that is almost impossible to adapt. Yeah, they, they did a good job. I mean, think about it. You sell the sell the story. Yeah, I want to do an hour and a half film about of a, a woman, woman tied bed. to a bed. Yeah, half naked, and there's also uh, some pedof- There's some lusting in yeah. there. There's a rapist. There's you know, it's a really hard film. I, to sell, I so find I the uh, the uh, end that reveal at the end. They didn't really build it up for me enough because like in the book like that blindsided me like oh what the fuck this is awesome like I found the movie kind of let me down a little bit it's okay. kind of like it's just like eh here this is what happened so I, I liked I really liked yeah. the reveal um, because the whole time I, I was thinking like I don't know there's something real about this guy mm-hmm. like it seems like she's almost drunk with exhaustion and mm-hmm. uh, I thought I thought um, oh, what's her name that's the girl from Son-in-Law right yep that's insane to me yeah, that's the girl from Sunlight. Carla uh, Gugino is is I thought fantastic in the I, movie. I, 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 she's an actress I've always yeah, liked. Yeah, she was done good a lot this. of great. It role. was a lot of work for her to be. It's it's her in a bed. For, she has to 
at she has to yeah, hold that movie yeah. up the whole time. I thought Bruce Greenwood was mm-hmm. was great as the the kind of like asshole mm-hmm. husband. Well, it's just this like draining film in the sense mm-hmm. of like she has had a fucking rough life, man. Yeah. Like, you want to see her come out yeah. in the end somehow, even though it seems like it's not going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, you, you're really rooting for her. Um, and, and I thought like. Flanagan did some interesting things to keep your attention and and to make the set pieces interesting the whole time. So yeah, I, I went in going, I don't I don't know like this this concept. I've had it in my queue since it came out and I haven't wanted to watch it. But after like Haunting of Hill House, I was like, I'm gonna see what this guy's got. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins yeah. out of ten. Uh, I, again, there are some limitations I think uh, with it. Um, but I, I want to get in, but I don't want to spoil it. That's yeah, I know. What do you think of the? Um... I would say don't spoil it because okay. I think there's still a lot of people that haven't watched it. I mean, yeah, fair enough. It's it's worth uh, yeah. a watch for sure. Do you know? Remember what you gave it? I want to say it made my top ten of the year. I think, I think it did. Probably yeah. like seven and a half, maybe. I, I don't remember. I was I, I was I, going back and it's forth not a perfect between. film by any means, but again, I think they took a story that should Shouldn't, not have yeah. worked, and I think he made it work in my opinion. The psychological aspect. Of her character is done so well. Yeah. I'll never look at the kid from ET the same way again. <laughs> no. What's his name? Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas again. <laughs> uh, that, that those scenes were rough. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that that is a film. It it, it is like a dark, really mm-hmm. dark film. Was a dog um, in this movie? Yeah, the yeah. dog and the, the dog seems so lovable and still does as he's no. As so, he's not so, being so lovable. Yeah. Have you turned to the dark side? Would you say you're a, flan, a film, a flan, a flan of Flanagan? Would you a say fan you're a fan again. of Flanagan? Yeah, like we I call him Flanagan. I always fan again? like. Did you rewatch this week Oculus? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. I okay. think that's on the. That's I'm gonna. Try you got to do that. Uh, yeah, by the end of the month, because I'm curious if you're. I'd like to because after Maddie still hated it. Yeah. I, I didn't hate. It. I hated the last uh, half hour. Yeah, which was my problem with it yeah. originally too. But I always really, really. I thought Hush was. Mm-hmm. All right. So the question I got to ask is: Should I redo this? Should I go back in with a clean head and watch Jail Game again, or should I wait? <clears throat> maybe wait a little bit and yeah. really let it get out of okay. out of, of like maybe I read it years. then I watched it like uh, that. Maybe that back. was the problem. Um, and then we I watched Tales from the Dark Side, the word processor of the gods. Um, it's a a pretty standard episode. Yeah. Basically, like the computer can give his wishes. Grant wishes. Um, yeah, I, I think this is this was not one of the better episodes for me. I'm going to give this a 5.5. Yeah, fair enough. Pumpkins out of 10. We don't need to really get into it. Um, Bruce Davidson's in it, who I, I really oh, like. Nice. But that's about it. So I watched um, two episodes of The New Girl. Never seen this uh, show at all. And the one was uh, Halloween, and the other one was called uh, Keating. Yeah. So I actually kind of enjoyed this. Like It was very Halloween-esque. And I kind of enjoyed the characters, too. So I'm like, I might go back and watch New Girl, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I know you were really against the show. But yeah, yeah I, I feel like it's a... I think once you get over that hump of like the first couple episodes, it might like be good. It's like four episodes where it's the adorable episodes, yeah. as I call them. Unbearable. And then, yeah. And once you get past that, all the characters, they like figure them out. The only one that's maybe like the same is kind of Schmidt. But the other, everybody else gets like... Actual... Actual... 
dimensions to who they are. Mm. It's just not like he's the ex jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm going to give him uh, six point five, and uh, they are definitely like you have to watch this series. I think to get what was going on in a lot of the Halloween episodes, but still, it, it's not like I was like, who is that guy? No, you, the, you figure it out. The first very one quickly. is like kind of hard. I I mm. I found it was hard to watch out of, out of order. order. And this and the second one I thought was easier. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was I, I was gonna throw this on, but I went mm-hmm. through some of the Mill Creek ones. Yeah, that's, I think I, it, I may try Creek's to still get through better. them, but yeah. I don't know if. To be honest, they're not great. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched the series, they're not great standalones. I, yeah, I find. So. You watch the Mill Creek stuff instead, buddy. Yeah. And I also watched a Treehouse of Horror. Not twenty nine. What does that say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, it was Treehouse of Horror twenty nine. It was actually uh, we watched the Simpsons. It doesn't feel like Shocktober until Maddie can't read his fucking notes. Yeah, <laughs> well, it can't be Treehouse of Horror twenty nine, but it actually is. It's the twenty ninth episode of Treehouse, which is insane. It was the one that was on last Sunday. <clears throat> Terrible, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Terrible. I thought like they're going to do like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's going to be awesome. Like no, no, no. Oh, no, they no, fucked no, it up. No, 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 they did like a Jurassic Park rip off, which it's too bad because the last no yeah. last year's episode was actually like me thinking maybe they're making a comeback. Yeah, I had the one where like Homer's fucking chopping off and cooking his own body right? parts. Like it was pretty messed up, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, this was a return to horror. But yeah, no, no. They, and they did like a splice uh, rip off with Lisa doing a bunch of different characters that didn't really pan out. They had like a Cthulhu <laughs> and Homer in like a uh, eating contest, which. Yeah, and it didn't really work out. I've probably not seen the last ten yeah, or fifteen of these. I feel like I should watch it just because I did all of them last yeah, year. And yeah. I should stay caught up. I don't want to like get another twenty years past and then have to go back and watch those and hate my life. This is the first year I've had cable in like ten, fifteen years. I'm like, oh, Simpsons is on. Shit! So I actually got to watch Simpsons Halloween episode on TV, which is brings me back to my uh, high, yeah. high school days. So I'm going to give it 5.5 pumpkins. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, you're not selling me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it for the... That's I think it. That's it. Wow. That was a big day. That was a big day. I'm falling behind after that. But uh, okay. Well, let's move on to the 22nd. Uh, I picked up that DVD off you, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, okay, yeah. So I started watching the uh, Mr. Toad. Uh, I guess it's two small movies in one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's I think it's one movie. Totally. Yeah, it is one movie. So I started watching the Mr. Trump. Like, this isn't Halloween. What am I doing watching yeah. this? So like, I fast forwarded to the Ichabod yeah. Crane one, which I actually had a. I would count. I'll let you count that as yeah. As a movie, as That's a what I was thinking. I'd, I'd say it's like it's like just it's a, it's a half. Hour, right? I was gonna give it a half because it was like forty five minutes. I think. Uh, uh, whatever. It's up to yeah. you. I would count yeah. it as a movie. Yeah, we'll call I'll it. Let, a half. I'll let it we'll call it a half, man. So yeah, if you lose by half, man, you're yeah, 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 you're gonna be wishing you took that myself. So have you seen this recently or no? I think it is Bing Crosby who does the voice of Ichabod Crane. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I had a blast is with it. Is it Bing Crosby? I think he's doing the boo 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 boo. He's teaching the girls to sing. <laughs> oh, wow. But, but Ichabod's kind of a detestable character in this. He's kind of a dick. Like, he's just constantly well, stealing. I think he always is, isn't he? I always thought he was more like a charming, bumbling uh, fool. But know. in this one, he's kind of like a uh, stealing. So this is the Disney. Yeah. Yeah. From 1949. I, yeah. It's from 49, eh? It's insane, right? Oh, and it is, yeah, it is Bing Crosby. Uh, Basil Rathbone's in there as well. Huh. As the narrator, I believe. So. That's I, crazy. Uh, I used to watch it every year. Yeah. And it, I probably haven't seen it in... Couple... Decades. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I haven't seen it in, in 20 years. That seems about right. If you want to borrow the DVD, you can watch half. Kyle's going to call it a movie if you're if you're behind. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll grab it. <laughs> I, I, it's slide. I mean, whatever. It's fun. The songs were kind of great. I've had that like Ichabod Crane song stuck in my head for days. 
So I dug it. I'm going to give it 7.5 pumpkins. Cool. I watched a movie from 2016 called The Limehouse Golem. Has anyone seen Oh, that? yeah. Huh. I, no, this no. is on my queue. Um, so it's pretty much a take. It's, it takes place in uh, uh, Victorian London. It's pretty much uh, in, in, in Jack the Ripper, but it's not Jack the Ripper. Oh, this awesome. is a lime. They call him the Limehouse Golem because he's going around killing people. But uh, it's kind of a weird the way they do it. So it's almost told through flashbacks. So it opens up. You have a woman played by Olivia Cook from like Ouija fame and she, mm-hmm. some other films. Uh, she's in um, Bates Motel. Bates Motel, yeah. Um, she's got a little fan base behind her. But So she's arrested at the beginning and she's put on trial for the murder of her husband. You have Bill Niley is, um, I think you learned that he's a gay cop. Um, he's put on this case. They kind of throw him on this case, assuming that he'll fail to, uh, mm-hmm. to to catch the Limehouse Golem. But anyways, he finds this book in the library that has all these musings of the killer on it. So he gets the library to find out all the men that were in the library at the time that this, this would have been written. Mm-hmm. And so that's like he's got this list of five people and he has to go uh, investigate them and get them to give a sample of their handwriting to compare to what's on the book. So it's kind of cool because he'll go to like a suspect and as he's talking to them, we get a flashback of a kill with that suspect as the killer. So you kind of see like, could it be this guy? And it's really cool the way it's done. I do like movies like that where they reimagine the scene over and And over again. And as he's killing the people, you have the ominous writings Mm -hmm. that he wrote and he's being read in this like kind of weird, like really kind of scary voice. And and the the killings are quite grisly. I mean, there's like decapitation. Like it's like Jack the Ripper style killer. It's like slicing open from, you know. From neck uh, to, to navel to yeah. Um, anyway, so it, it's qu- quite grisly. But Nihi believes that um, her husband—he's one of the suspects—and now he's dead, so he can't get his, his handwriting. But he believes that he may have been the killer. He's his main suspect, and he wants to prove if he can prove that he was the killer, then he wants to save this woman who was put on trial. And she's had this rough life. Like you go back to as a kid, she was pretty much molested, and her mom, when she comes home, and her mom learns that she was possibly molested, she berates her for being raped and molested and it's just like she's she's i think she was possibly lived on the street as a prostitute she's just had this rough life mm-hmm. um so it's going through her flashbacks on trial and he wants to save her by proving that her husband was the murderer there's a lot of twists and turns throughout there her story it's it's, it's kind of weird that it's almost more of a drama and you're going through just watching this woman's Life. terrible life and she becomes eventually she becomes an actress like a big actress on on stage uh, so it, it's fascinating, but the horror elements are mostly when you get to killings. Um, yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like it's definitely a horror film. Yeah. But the horror plays a small part. It's more this really dramatic uh, telling of this woman's rough uh, upbringing. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Is there an actual it. golem or no? No, it, it, it's again, it's more of like a Jack the yeah. Ripper case. But I, I would definitely say watch, and I'm going to give it. I didn't. It's not perfect, but it's one of those films I've kind of been thinking about. I'm going to give it yeah. seven pumpkins out of awesome. ten, but it's one of those ones I could feel going maybe up. going up. Yeah, um, it's it's a weird film. That I looked it up, and it's like some people completely hated it and thought it was overrated, and then there's other people that completely loved it and thought it was one of the you know best of the year. I thought Olivia Cook uh, was fantastic yeah. in it. Bill Niley was was great because you don't really think him as him as like this really badass detective, yeah. but he is. Um, yeah, I definitely uh, recommend. I don't want to say too much because it's one of those films. Like as the story goes on, you keep on like, oh wait, maybe this person did it. And it keeps on like uh, nice. fucking with your. I like that with your with your head. Yeah, it's one that I I've been. I kept going past because I was like, is this horror enough? Or mm-hmm. it definitely is horror enough. Is that Netflix? Sure. Yeah, it is. It's cool. on Netflix Canada. Yeah, so I, I know I I love Jack the Ripper. Yeah, um, the ga- Gaslight London kind of. Yeah, th- this is. I think this is a fictional character. I don't think there was mm-hmm. a Limehouse Golem, yeah. but um, it, like I said, it's pretty much Jack the Ripper, but putting a spin yeah. on it. Um, yeah, 
I recommend it. Cool. On the uh, 22nd, I watch Haunters, Art of the Scare. Oh, shit. I watched that the next day. Oh, interesting. Um, So, (laughs) I would have been okay if this was a half an hour. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I eventually didn't want to see any of these people on screen Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, I I just like, it's interesting, the McNamee, is, is that it? McNamee uh, yeah. Ma- Manor. McNamee Manor? Yeah, something like that. Um, Keki Manor? Yeah. So it's interesting how he basically tortures people, but after a while, I'm like, I get it. He tortures people. This is fucking wrong. Yeah. But they try to sell like they try to show you the different side of him, and it's like, nah. He's yeah, still, he's still yeah. Crazy. He's a wedding singer. He. Uh, yeah, I don't is, care. Yeah, yeah, I really don't. This guy's kind of like, you. Can, he gets off on it in a weird way, right? Like, I wanted to see those like. Awesome other haunters yeah. places. Yeah, I think like that's that. Yeah, I, I do feel it kind of becomes. It should have just been his a documentary on him because yeah. it's like they try doing on all this other different document haunters, but they like get a little bit and it pretty much is his show. Yeah, yeah, it's him and the guy that sets it up in his yeah. parents' front yard, which like that's okay too. The woman was very uh, likable. The... Yeah, the one who got like stomped on and shit yeah. like that. Oh yeah, sure. she's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But again, like she's just such a. The, the, she's the uh, the lifelong yeah haunter haunter uh, and yeah she's got an interesting story. But again, like a small part, I felt like I was watching like a bad Annie program yeah. through it. So and I just don't have any patience for it. <laughs> yeah, so I found I, like, I, I just think yeah, I thought yeah, it was so interesting. I, thought it Again, was fascinating. I, I can't say it's a good documentary that maybe even something I'd want to rewatch, mm. but like I just thought it's fascinating that these people exist. I don't know. It's insane. That like a McKechnie just seems almost like it should be illegal, right? Like I can't believe it isn't. Like I'm, I'm yeah, surprised no. after this documentary was released, there wasn't new so it's, new yeah. laws. So it's put still in place. going on right now. As far as I know, I don't think yeah, I haven't yeah. heard about any laws changing. I mean, but and they they all talk about throughout that they they don't like what this guy's doing yeah. because they're gonna he's gonna ruin it for all yeah. the other haunters. And he is such a douche, isn't he? Like, yeah, he such sucks. a douche. Yeah. And what do you think of his wife? Like, it seems like at one time she's yeah. tearing up about the shit they do, but then another time no, she's complicit. She's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You seem like she's totally, yeah. you know. She chases that woman down the street, gets her in a car, and brings her yeah. back. That's insane, right? Um, yeah. Like, all the stories are so, it's so fascinating. Yeah. Like, there was, uh, that people keep like doing how, this too, right? Like, I get it's hard to rate because it's like, you don't want to yeah. say that this is a good film, but at the so same up, time, it's yeah, fucked I didn't, up, I didn't think it was like, well made as a documentary. No, I, I, and I also enjoyed the, uh, going to Universal and seeing that, like the Universal haunt, going yeah. to like a not scary farm. Which we see like five yeah. seconds of. I know. I kind of wish they got more into that so shit. So I would have liked to see 10 minutes of everybody. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked it better because I think everybody yeah. in small doses was interesting. Yeah. But you had the McNamee Manor and you had the guy with his house who yeah. I eventually lose complete interest in yeah. him and his problems. His <laughs> new wife or fiance. But I thought his story was fascinating too, because you even see like his his family pretty much mentally abused yeah. and they talk of like Again, all of these stories were interesting, yeah. but at forty five minutes it could have been over. Yeah. Okay. Or you could have gone on and told other stories, but you keep going back to these people. But I, I do think, though, that McNamee is the most fascinating story. Like, I, I think he deserved more time than everyone else because I think his shit is the most... Fucked up. Fucked up It is definitely the I most fucked know. up, but you basically play it over and over again, and then you go and see him building this other thing on a farm, so you're supposed to, like, root for him building this thing. And I was like, fuck that. Glad they closed yeah, it down. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I was entertained for about 45 minutes, and the back half 45, I almost felt like screaming, like, 
fuck this, fuck this, why am I watching this? So what you're saying is you're not going to sign up for McNamara? Because I already put all three of our names. I thought, yeah, it, was, I thought it was just a gimme that we were yeah. all going to do this. Yeah, no, that and the black hair. Like, who wants to be stapled or whatever? Yeah, that, that's insane, right? Like, it's, it's fucked up. I don't know. Man. Again, that's why I, I enjoyed this documentary because mm. this is a whole other side that I didn't know existed. And yeah. it's like, wow. I, and, and, and that's... If this was forty five minutes, mm-hmm. if the if the documentary was forty five minutes, yeah. I would have been probably scored it way higher. But the second half was painful because they just repeat. He's now torturing more people the same way. There's no extra layer to him. Well, they do get into like, oh, we had to hire like some high school students, but like he does tell a story of like, well, the yeah, one I, I guy it was, was all kind of yeah, I don't know, drugs. I now we get a bunch of fucking like a military army, cats but they show the are, army military yeah. guys earlier. Like you yeah. still know they're in there. Yeah. Again, like, it's not necessarily. I think if the movie could probably have been done better. Yeah, yeah. Too. I, I agree. They could have cut it down to like a slick, like, hour and 15, hour 10, but it does go a bit long. But I know, I was kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I was, I found I was it entertained for the most part. Yeah, anyways, I'm giving it five. Okay, oh, wow. man. I'm going to give it 6.5. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I think I. I, I think I, I was at 6.5 until the second half where I just wanted to be over. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> I was just like, done I'm of this done. guy. Like, I'm not going in there, but it's weird how, like, he's. Sexually getting charged from this, right? Like yeah. he definitely. Yeah, I, I, I just thought he—he he is like a horror movie villain, man. Yeah. He's up. I'm gonna remember this guy the same way I remember Billy Mitchell from King of Kong. Like he's just like a real villain. Yeah, real life villain. I mean, he's not. I'm not saying he's up there with like serial killers and but, shit, but like for documentary villains, this guy yeah, is yeah. up there. Yeah. So I also watched a movie called The Boys and Trees that Kyle recommended. This movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, it's not like a horror movie, but it takes place on Halloween. And it's such a coming-of-age story that I actually really dug. Yeah, it's touching. And like, it hits on all those levels. And it's artful, too. Like, they go to, mm-hmm. like, this uh, Day of the Dead ceremony where it's like, oh, it's a funeral. Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? It's, it's cool, man. It's visually appealing. Emotionally, it gets you. Yeah, you haven't watched this yet, eh? I, this would totally be a film for you. Yeah, I would recommend I it, I think man. you'll probably enjoy it the best of the three, but maybe, who knows, maybe. I'm giving it eight pumpkins out of ten, man. You oh, wow. It's, it's awesome. I think it, it's a 2018 film, right? Yeah. Where'd you, where'd where'd you, you watch it? It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Canada, yeah. yeah um, it, I was enthralled with it. Like, yeah, I it, loved it, it. again, I'm curious... We'll see in our, our top ten of the year. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if it is a 2018 film. I think it's one of those ones that, like maybe like 2017 festivals. in festivals, but I think it's considered yeah. a 2018. I could be wrong though, but um, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, it's an interesting film for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I finished off the night with a film called The Boneyard from 1991. Boneyard. Um, it's uh, this is a cool little film. Uh, this psychic is pulled out of retirement to help with a child murderer case. Um, she's such a weird lead, like. At first, I wasn't sure, and I feel bad saying this. Like it, it was, if it's a man or a woman playing the part, <laughs> um, you can't tell which end is up. <laughs> but she's just this very weird kind of average. I don't know how to explain it, but anyways, this poor she's not very charismatic. Like she would, she should not be a lead of a film. You would not think of it, but she works. Like there's something about her that makes her likable, and you just want to watch her on screen. It's weird. But anyway, she's pulled out of retirement. Um, you find out that. Um, this guy has been arrested for murdering these three children that he claims were possessed by demons. And he says that he's been feeding them flesh for years. And you get flashbacks huh. of him, like, with these people tied up and he's cutting off their fingers to feed these kids flesh. Anyways, they're murdered. Uh, and this detective pulls this uh, psychic out of retirement to go to the morgue and see if she can, you know, somehow look, touch some the bodies or something mm-hmm. and, and, and find out what happened. Um, 
and it, and it pretty, pretty much becomes one of those uh, one location trapped in a location films oh, because nice. they get trapped in the morgue. These demon zombie kids come alive and they have to That's fight them off. You also have Phyllis Diller is is in there. She's working the the she's the front desk of the morgue. Is she fun? She's fun. Yeah, yeah. she's kind of like you know witty and a bit of a, a, a prick. Yeah, uh, with the detective. Um, I don't know if I'm spoiling, but you get some zombie Phyllis Diller. But it's like the zombie effects. I think this was directed by a guy that did practical effects movies. So like the zombies look like something from like a Peter Jackson film. Like they're over oh, the awesome. top. Like, you okay. know, they're they're suits. They're not yeah. like just zombie what makeup. What year is this again? Uh, 1991. Okay. You, you get a zombie poodle in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, it's not... It wasn't a great, and I was kind of tired watching. It's one of those films. I, again, there's a couple this week that like, I was tired, and I feel like I mm-hmm. need to rewatch it, and maybe it would go up a bit. I'm going to give it six and a half Is pumpkins out movie? of ten. I could be, but it, again, it's this weird. It's weird pacing, but at the same time, you're never really bored. I don't know how all to explain. Right, this right. is such a weird little film. Um, it's like it shouldn't work, but it does. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten, but I could feel it going up over time. Um, yeah, I, I had fun with it. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, zombie kids killing people. Um, and a zombie poodle and zombie Phyllis Diller. I mean, hey, that, or what, that doesn't what, sell you on what it. What more do you yeah. want than zombie Phyllis Diller? But yeah, I, I don't want to overhype it, um, but it was a nice little surprise. I watched uh, Treehouse of Horror 15 that had the uh, Ned Zone, which is like a Dead Zone ripoff. And it had like a London by Gaslight, uh, Jack the Ripper, like a part yeah, of no, the yeah. Suck yeah. It <laughs> it, the Ned Zone was good, but uh, it wasn't the best. I got to give it six pumpkins. Are these? Are you going back and picking ones you hadn't seen? Like, why no, are you choosing no. all these shitty ones? <laughs> uh, well, I'm just going through the list. Like, I have oh, okay. a, a, a box I have them all, all saved on. Okay, because yeah, it seems like you're jumping over, but it's like new one, then another new well, one. Well, because the yeah, new one was on. I'm oh, okay. going to do 15, 16. Oh, okay, I, so I, I did 16 as well, which uh, it had like the uh, BI, which is artificial intelligence. Not good. It yeah, had the uh, Actually, there was one on it. Not like it's uh, that it takes place in Springfield. All the townspeople are dressed up in their costume. Oh, that one's fun. And yeah. the witch puts a curse on them, so they're actually like because she, yeah, the witch um, doesn't win the the first yeah. prize in the costume contest, so yeah. she gets angry and yeah, it's, I, I, I had fun with this. One. Makes so, them become their costumes. For that one, right? I got to give it like maybe, but yeah, that's one. Oh yeah, I do remember that one being good. Yeah, there, there's always like one segment, yeah. usually that's worth a watch in each one. Well, not always. Some of them, yeah, are just the, three shit ones. But on like the better one, the six. I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten okay. for that one, but the other two weren't the best. Yeah, I remember that Bart robot one being. Terrible. But they had the one like survival, which is kind of like a birds just, just hunting people. It but. blows my mind that with all these horror films in the past hundred years to, to cover and parody, and they're cover they're doing like AI parodies yeah. and like You're Transformers, Transformers, and Harry Potter. Like what the fuck, guys? Yeah. Like that's one. If you look, the first like mm-hmm. ten that are greatest because they parodied horror films, and yeah. then they've just like they start doing whatever film was popular that yeah. year, and it's like they really fell apart. Like yeah. the Xena one, and like what what happened, yeah. man? Like the the best ones are usually the ones that still have a horror element. The <laughs> this ones one was Xena. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. There's it's one. Not, yeah, not it's good. it's terrible. Like they. <laughs> They just stop fucking caring, and it just it shows again my idea. And I like this should be copyrighted, and just do this and give me yeah. some money. <laughs> but do two up like the only time people tune tune in these days for Simpsons is for the Trials of Horror, right? Like yeah. no one actually watches anymore. Do two episodes a year, one in Halloween, one maybe in the summer or something. One and your the Treehouse of Horror stick just parroting three horror films, and then do another one, and it's just like Parody them doing three takes on yeah whatever blockbuster, yeah. and and then you know. Those two episodes will probably be your most tuned in. Yeah. You'll please the horror fans and feel Treehouse of Horror is falling apart. And yeah. you can still have fun with those ones. Two out of, you know. Or maybe just 
stop the show. Yeah. Uh, it or might, die. It might be time, man. It might be time. I think it was probably time about 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay, is that it for the 22nd then? I also watched Tales from the Dark Side, A Case of the Stubborns. Oh. Uh, Grandpa refuses to believe that he's dead. I remember that <laughs> oh, one that being fun. Be fun. Yeah, that one is a lot of fun. I, Who is it? Who is it's it? Ed, uh, Eddie Bracken. Okay. Uh, and you, you got Christian Slater as the kid. Oh, awesome. and, and Brett Spiner, you know, Data as uh, the reverend. It's probably the best one I watched this week. Oh, yeah. Um, it's we're in a schmackety the the tales from the schmackety side uh, right now they're all a little bit jokey yeah this is the best of the jokey one I'll probably give it six point five pumpkins out of ten cool cool uh, okay I guess let's move on to the twenty third I'll, I'll start because this is gonna probably kill you guys both <laughs> break your hearts I. I already know what you're going to say because it got spoiled for me on Letterboxd, but fuck you, Adam. <laughs> so, Goosebumps, I watched. Okay. Um, with uh, Jack, Jack Black Blacks. and and the the kid from 13th Reasons Why. Um, yeah, I, I really didn't enjoy this. Oh, no? Uh, I found it just like a standard blockbuster. Maybe I came into it thinking there was going to be something more, but I... I um, How fun is, are all those monsters, though? I didn't find them that fun, and oh. I like the amusement park. You didn't really dig. No, uh. I found it all like really forced for oh, me. Yeah? Like, oh, there's a music park in the the forest. Mm. It kind of like would that would that would not happen. Yeah, but it's goosebumps for talking about. Yeah, yeah, you, you watched a movie about like an abominable snowman coming no, to life. But, but like, just even the like, they set up a setting and you get there, and I kind of felt like I, I don't know. There was something off about it the whole time. I did really like Jack Black's portrayal, mm-hmm. but I didn't find anybody else. Uh, I, mean, I, I like the. I thought the kids were both likable, and you kind of want to see them work out in the it, end. The dialogue is horrendous between the kids. Um, oh, and I, I like the mom in that one, too. Um, what's mm-hmm. she from? Uh, Amy, yeah, and Amy Ryan, who I love, that opening scene has some of the worst, most stilted dialogue. I've never seen her like... I will give you that, yeah. Uh, and, Even the aunt, I forget who her name, I, 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 yeah, uh, I really Jillian think. Bell, who I yeah, usually think amazing. is hilarious. She's a bit flat in this movie, I thought. Yeah, there's not much... that, And I uh, just all the CGI... I just couldn't... I didn't mind the CGI in this one. Yeah, I thought the CGI is yeah. fine when an actual I think movie. we're going to watch this in five years and be like, wow, that's CGI from that Yeah, that, that, that's that a era. possibility. I don't uh, know, because I think already like it's not not top of there. Like, it's, yes, it, it's lesser CGI compared to other films right now, but I think, like I don't know, it doesn't bother me. So I'm curious what you're going to give it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it... I'm gonna give it six pumpkins just for you guys. Uh, okay. He was thinking five. He's giving it five in his you, heart. You, oh, you said the fu- I thought you were gonna go four. I, no, f- five and a half was okay. what I wrote down. Again, but, that's okay. But there, there is some elements that I really, really enjoyed in it. Um, I, I do Come like on, that attack on the school and all the monsters out front. Yeah, How did not, cool did not like, do it for you. Didn't eh? like that. Oh, um, this guy's got no heart. And I thought I'm the ginger with no soul here. <laughs> <laughs> I really went into it. Excited. Maybe and your expectations were too high. I don't know. Maybe I thought, but it for me it was like this is just like any other blockbuster movie coming out of a studio right now. That really, it's all about the effects. It's not really about true character development. It's like we're gonna hit this beat. We're gonna hit this beat. We're gonna hit this beat so yeah. we can get there. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I 
thought the complete opposite. I know, I know. You guys really, really like this one, and I, I wanted to really, really like this one. Maybe we built it up too much. And uh, yeah, you have to think it's a, it's a, it's a family film. I mean, I just, I would rather watch this than just about any other family film. And maybe that, that would also play if, if that was something that I had to think about. <laughs> So yeah, that was goosebumps for oh, me. That hurts. I don't think there's gonna be a rewatch. I don't. That hurts. You're never gonna see the sequel then. It's gonna be. Uh... Now, did you say you like the sequel more? Uh, I'd say it's as good. I, I like them both a lot. But yeah, the sequel will will probably be making my top ten of the year. As did the first film. So maybe I'll watch the sequel. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, that film. I don't know what it is. Like I just had such a fucking blast. Like I felt like a child when that one ended. Like I said, I think that will be this generation's. Monster Squad. I mean, that's how I felt watching it, and I've seen it a couple of times. The first one, and I know I've I, enjoyed it every time. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I'm a monster kid, and I just get excited when I see all the monsters. Yeah, a fucking. Where else are you going to see an abominable snowman in a horror I, film? I really Chasing like. Kids I like the abominable sn- snowman. The dummy. The I like. I thought he was. Good, I like uh, the the. I get the mirror with the Jack Black doing both the voices. Yeah. Um, the werewolf, the invisible kid, I thought was funny. The little bit he's in there, that the huge praying mantis, I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that saddens me. I'm I'm actually I've just kind of lost all motivation to do this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, well, if you argument. guys want, let me bring it up for you. I watched more Treehouse of Horror. Uh, <laughs> Seventeen and eighteen. Oh fuck. Actually, it was all right. It was like a uh, Homer becomes a blob, which wasn't that wasn't that bad. It was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, there was yeah. one that, it should have uh, been so much better. They had actually a golem. Like uh, yeah, that one was I thought okay. That was interesting, and they had War of the Worlds, which was the uh, golem was uh, kind of an interesting take, where like they're they're using it for their own. Like, yeah, like. Uh, Malicious ways. Yeah. Oh, and this other one was really bad. It was um, Treehouse eighteen. They did an ET parody with Kang. Oh, that fucking. That sucked. was terrible. They did the uh, Mister and Mrs. Smith parody. That sucked. Which sucks. But they had Flanders Hellhouse, which is actually pretty good. It was okay. I, I guess it's almost like the uh, Tales from the uh, Hood, where these uh, they're doing a bunch of pranks. So Flanders like, Lord, show me how to teach these kids right. So they go to the church haunted yeah. house. And it's actually it should have been better. A haunted haunted house. So what you started? Which one? What did you start at? Like number ten or eleven or something? I think I, I don't even know. You, it's, it just seemed like you skip, I, you did like I, one of the good ones and then you just went to all the shit. Yeah, that's I've been all. skipping. I think I started around like fifteen. <laughs> that's why I'm confused because you're saying that they're all available for you on the streaming service. But no, no, it, I haven't downloaded. <laughs> oh, I got what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> whatever ways you could yeah. get them delivered yeah, yeah, to hey, you. Listen, I uh, actually I have uh, bought every single. What you're saying is you should be you should be going through Flanders Hellhouse and paying for be. your do sins. They, do they have a? Uh, release uh, of just the no. Treehouse of Horrors. They did. They released two discs, and each one has like four or five completely random, not even in order. Yeah. And then they stopped. They they stopped doing the DVD releases for a bit because they wanted to push. They had they have just Simpsons Simpson streaming service, which just every Simpsons episode, uh, and you pay ten dollars a month. I don't think that, that really worked. Kind of costly. It didn't really work for them because they they started doing the DVD season sets again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they claimed like ah oh, the sets weren't selling, but then like I think they saw that the numbers and they that was bullshit. They just trying to push the service, which didn't work because people don't want to pay ten bucks just for The Simpsons. They right? really don't. That's again. It, I'm hating the streaming because it's going that way. It's yeah. like Warner Brothers has announced all their film, their D, their superhero films, and everything are going to be on their exclusive service. Disney announced that they're taking off all their um, superhero and, and and Disney movies off Netflix. It's all going to be their own. Like it's again, if you're going to want to watch anything, it's you're going to be paying more than what yeah. you're paying for cable, which defeats the whole purpose of all this shit. Yeah. Like, I I think there'll be a point though where either They'll start undercutting each other, and the prices will have to come Drop, down. Yeah, and or the, some of them are going to fail. 
Yeah, I, I don't know though. Like, well, Disney is not going to fail. We know that. No. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just like unfortunate. I mean, we just heard that Criterion, the service, they left Hulu to join and Filmstruck, I guess, and that's now failed. So it, it, they don't that's, know where they're going. And then and, that's a big issue about films that because none of the other services have old movies on them yeah Uh, well yeah Netflix is awful like anything pre even I was going to say 90s but anything pre 2000 is hard to find on Netflix like at least Netflix Canada I think the states is a little bit better they have a little bit more they do have a lot more vintage films but like yeah Netflix Canada but they're getting rid of them terrible slowly yeah um Again, the whole goal of Netflix was to be their own. I don't want to get into Netflix, but to to you join their service and they have this exclusive content. And it's not; it may not be good content, but if you want to see it, it's there. Like yeah. the goal, I think the goal over time, they're going to lose a lot of stuff from other companies. And it's going to be you're paying just for Netflix exclusive, like HBO kind of deal. Exactly. Again, it's just like I'm not paying ten dollars for all this shit. No. When it gets that point, I mean, fucking, and I will be going to <laughs> to watch these in in ways that may not be. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. You know, I'm not paying ten dollars for 10 a month for 10 different services yeah. it's not happening no anyways uh, off track yeah. I watched on the 23rd Trilogy of Terror from 1975 oh, awesome. this is of course the Dan Curtis classic um, Karen anthology Black. Uh, Karen Black yeah headline she she does a different character in every I story. love her in this she she's fantastic so like she does in every story like it's just again they're completely different characters like this is where if you never appreciated Karen Black before, you will mm. after this. I mean, she's like a horror goddess. She's mm. done a lot of stuff in the horror community, in the horror genre, sorry. But um, so the first story is called Julie. Um, this is a student, all of a sudden has a fatuate, uh, fashion, infatuation, infatuation <laughs> for his uh, teacher, who's like this kind of like proper, like totally sweater wearing, like she's not wearing Santa clad. She's got the, gla- like totally like your, your librarian. Yeah not sexual at all but he, all of a sudden he has this infatuation for his teacher he convinces her to go on a date with her and he drugs her has his way with her takes pictures and then and pretty much blackmails her saying you're gonna come do this every week mm-hmm. or else I'll release these these pictures um, I don't want to spoil the ending but there's of course a twist ending yeah. in there uh, the second story Millicent and Therese um, you find it's these twin sisters, I believe. I don't know if they're twins, but there's yeah, I think they're twin sisters. Uh, one of them is like again the proper kind of nerdy uh, girl doesn't get out of the house. The other one is like the you know she's going and sleeping with all the the guys around the town. You find out that their their father may have possibly molested them. Uh-oh. And anyways, the the proper woman is sick of uh, what the sister is doing to the image of their family, I guess. And uh, she's going to get a voodoo doll and take, take care, care of her. her. And, of course, there's a twist in there. Now, the first two stories, everyone gives them shit. And I, they're not hey, listen, amazing, but they're, they're okay. I think the twists are great in both of them. And I, I think they're they're interesting enough. I mean, the first one, especially in this like whole Me Too movement, mm-hmm. I thought was really fascinating. Anyways, and then the third story, of this course, is why you're this watching is the, the reason movie. why everyone remembers this movie. It's famous for Amelia. Is it Amelia? Amelia? Amelia, I think. Sorry. Amelia. Amelia. Um, this is, of course, where this woman um, has bought a little, I guess her, she's dating a professor or something. Something or, like that. But anyways, she's bought him a gift, and it is an evil little Zuni fetish doll that when you remove its chain, it comes to life and attacks her throughout her house. It's fantastic. Um you also have there's like an ongoing story where her mother like you know she ditches it's her it's her boyfriend's birthday and her mother is so controlling and possessive of her that she convinces her to ditch her boyfriend uh, going on a date with her boyfriend and to come visit her. Huh. 
but yeah, this it, this is fantastic. It's very well done. It's one of the best like killer doll yeah, um, it, stories awesome. out there. And the Zuni fetish doll just looks it so looks cool. Like I totally dope. want to get the replica of this doll. I've seen it. That's quite expensive now, though. But we it, saw it when we went to like a Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. Yeah, they I mean, had it there, but it was like three hundred. Like yeah. it was American. And I, and I thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like, do I want to spend all my spending money? I don't yeah. know. Um, but I, yeah, one day I would like to get one because if you it's hit fantastic. the biggest casino, you would have bought it, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, overall, I'm going to give uh, it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. I think uh, this again, this anthology is is awesome. is headlined by that final story. But the other two are, are still, I think they're better than they get credit for. I think they're interesting enough. They don't, I think they don't have the same punch. You know, they're slower kind of yeah. stories than and then the final one. But yeah, watch have this. You seen, I guess, Curtis, man, that guy's so fucking good. Speaking of how good that was, there was a full moon release that was uh, called Ooga Booga. That okay. was pretty much that doll, but like way more offensive. It was terrible, absolutely. There terrible. is a made for. Uh, there's a made for. Um, I think video or, or TV sequel from 1996 that the doll returns. Oh in, yeah, and I think Dan Curtis did he direct that? I'm not too sure, but it's a. Again, I think it redoes one of the other stories, but it's it's worth a watch as well. But yeah, this one is definitely. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Cool. Did you watch anything else? I watched uh, Tales from the Dark Side, Gin No Chaser. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I'm listening. <laughs> it's about a genie. Well, a couple finds a genie in some pop-up tent that appears out of nowhere. It's another schmackety one. You do get Cream of Jewel Jabbar as the genie, which <laughs> oh, is great. I remember this one. Yeah, it wasn't great, was it? I'm no, the eps. <laughs> is he great? Yeah, he's good. He's really good in it. Um, yeah, it's a bad episode. It's a five point five. Pumpkins out of Yeah, see, that, again, like, I, I'm going to go back and watch this show, too. But I remember it being, like, a, just such a mix, mixed bag. Like, mostly mediocre with the highlight here and there. Mo- mostly mediocre. Like, very few are like, man, why did I watch this? Yeah. It's no, like, Twilight Zone or Night Gallery yeah, or Tales yeah, yeah, from the yeah. Crypt or anything. It's definitely, like, a lower tier. But it's still fun. I mean, I... I yeah, there are fun. I like these because they're, what, 20 minutes, half an hour. And, you know, if you hate one, you know, yeah. the, the other one could be so different. It doesn't even, overstay its welcome. Even if it's not good. The tone is all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That's it for uh, me. Okay, let's move on to the 24th then. Well, I found this streaming service called Canopy. and uh, It's I was pretty much like our local um, uh, public library, library yeah, has, uh, has a streaming, streaming service. service yeah. free, which is, you get 10 movies a month. It's fucking awesome. So I was just going down, and they had this movie called Jokesters. I'm like, it seemed like interesting, but it was like, <laughs> the only reason I watched it, like, it was an hour and 10. It was kind of late at night. Like, all right, I can do this an hour and 10. I regret doing this. Like, I should have just put on a movie and just. I like, like how you're choosing movies based on a have a short well, running well, time. You slimy fuck. Like, it was like midnight, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to stay up till like two watching a movie. So I figured I could like stay up to like one one thirty. I also I just yeah. found out about the streaming service too, and yeah. I'm like, all oh, these Criterion horror yeah. classics, and there's like the Kino Redemption titles, all this classic vintage movies that I'm excited about, and you choose Jokester, some yeah, fucking shitty. <laughs> it was it was bad. That's a that's a Danny Bazanko pick right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah yeah yeah. I, I, you can tell the Bazanko ankle blood runs through Maddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I regret, I regret doing it because like I was thinking about this like an hour and ten like I, I should have just like I'll watch a half today, half tomorrow. Like I can't even, it's a bunch of kids who like uh, just play a bunch of pranks on each other and it goes awry okay. and it just, yeah. Is it horror though? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I just love because I'm going to talk about. I watched one movie on that service too. That I'm going to talk about in a little bit, yeah. but it's the complete opposite of, of that. That's funny. Yeah, you think I, I, I like maybe four point five pumpkins. There's some things that were cool, but these guys are okay. just. Most everyone was despicable wow, in this movie. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Veronica from 2017. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a film, I think it came out 2017, but no one heard about it or was talking about it. And then Netflix early in the year, all of a sudden, it, right? yeah, people were finding out on Netflix, which I'm really surprised because I don't see the Netflix crowd watching a subtitled mm-hmm. film because I believe it's Spanish. Is it Spanish? Yeah, it might be Spanish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah I watched see, it earlier in the year. I can't see the mainstream crowd being down with this. But anyways, it's loosely based on true events from 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, Veronica is this teen. She's pretty much raising her younger siblings. Her mother uh, works uh, at a bar, and she works pretty much all the time. Yeah, she sleeps during the day. So she's got two, I think they're twin sisters, mm-hmm. uh, and then a younger Baby. brother. But uh, anyways, during an eclipse, she decides she's going to hold a seance with her two friends, uh, and try to contact her recently deceased father. Um, shit happens. She becomes possessed, and uh, and you know her siblings are now in danger as well. This is a very evil spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking around. Um, you know she's shaking. She's having trouble eating. She's waking up with like claw marks on her, bite marks on her. Um, there's another time where she's strangling one of her 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 brothers or sisters um like it, it, this is an evil evil spirit um there's also there's a there's a blind nun in her um i guess she goes to like catholic school that they they've labeled sister death and you find out that she also had troubles with an evil spirit and that's what mm. led to her blindness i guess she caused she caused herself to go blind very cool character sick of seeing all the um the Junk. ghosts, yeah. It, the character that character is right out of like a Fucci, you know, yeah. one of those Italian films. Uh, there's always a blind nun in that movies, isn't there? There's another cool scene too, where she sees like there's burn marks on the the bottom side of the the mattresses, and literally like silhouettes of the spirits. Oh, that's kind of like, dope. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. I mean, the one problem I have with the film, it it was we it feels like we've seen a lot of this before, mm. but I think it does it all really well. Like, I didn't really have any problems with it. I thought all the acting, even from the kids, was was well done. I thought the kids were really uh, the teen girl yeah. holds her own. Yeah. I mean, she has to go through a lot of motion, you know, yeah. emotions, whether it's you know dealing with her her dead father, but then like the possession Becoming, and, uh, and no one believing her and having to pretty much deal with. It gets a point near the end. I don't want to say too much but no one is going to either believe her or and her friends are at this point don't even want anything to do with her mm-hmm. that she has to hold she has to hold a seance to try to stop this and she's got to the point where she's going to do it with her younger brothers and sisters she's that desperate at this point cool. the finale is very well done I thought like it, it's just it's really I don't know I didn't there's something holding the film back. Yeah, I know. I, I can't from I being pinpoint amazing. What, what took it from yeah. being like I thought it was a solid movie. Yeah, everything about it's well done. But it didn't stay with me. Yeah, that's exact. That's exactly how I felt. Like the score is well done. Even the direction is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's the same director that did Wreck One, Two, and oh, Three, awesome. I believe. Um, so he's a he's a great director, and there's there's some really cool shots. Even like they go across the the top of the buildings, and you can almost see like a cross there. And there's a lot of cool camera techniques he did. So I don't know, it, it, like everything about it is well done, but there's something about it that held it back from like being a, amazing. Yeah, there's like a magic that's missing or something. I, I don't. I, I think the problem is we've just seen a lot of this before. It's like everything maybe. about it is well done, but I've seen a lot of it before. You know, you've seen where the woman's getting these marks on yeah. her body. I, I don't know, but I'm gonna still give it seven pumpkins that's out of ten. I, I think you. Should watch that's, it. I think that's what um, I would have given it to. Yeah, it's in a film. Who knows? Maybe when I rewatch it, that thing that was missing will click with me. Yeah, I I, I thought about rewatching it 
for Halloween. I thought I'd give it probably an, an, maybe next Halloween. Yeah, but, give another year. Because uh, I watched it in February or March yeah, or I think something. That's Isn't it a Netflix exclusive kind of deal? I don't know. No, I think okay. it was released internationally and then Netflix picked it up. Yeah, I think, it, I think okay. it became a big thing because people started finding out about it, which again, I'm really surprised yeah. at the Netflix. Yeah, I, I hey, this it. is a great thing to yeah, it is up there. But mind you, everyone was saying this is the scariest film you'll see. Yeah, of course. I didn't find it that scary again because I feel like I've seen all this before, yeah. but... The fact that it's supposed to be based on a true story, and I don't want to give the finale, but it was like, oh, well, didn't expect that. So, yeah, I, I would say everyone should definitely watch it. It's a film I, cool. I do recommend. Me too. So, is there going to be a sequel called Betty or no? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, on October 24th, I watched Murder Maddie's Party. getting his humor from current Simpsons <laughs> yeah, I see yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On October 24th, I watched uh, Murder Party. Oh, uh, awesome. Jeremy Saulnier's first... Now, is this the first time you've seen this? I've, uh, the first time I've seen oh, this. Oh, wow. Um, we've, been, we've been sucking this film's dick for like yeah. 10 years now. <laughs> I think I've heard you guys mention this a bit, Oh yeah. but it was just added to Netflix... Yeah, this year. This year. I, I, I put it in... Like, I marked it for, for October. It was one of the ones I really wanted to see. Um, it was like probably one of the more divided ones between what Tammy and I have watched. She <laughs> absolutely hated it and I really uh, I really and I really, really liked it. Yeah, she sometimes the comedy elements that overtake she's she's not as Didn't she's a p- more of a pure horror yeah. fan. Okay. Uh where I love those things. Yeah. So this is usually where we get divided. But I really, really liked it. It's missing a little bit of the slickness that you get in his later features. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is totally an indie yeah. production. Yeah, you could tell like he just made this with his buddies kind of deal. Art, it's a huge but none friends. of the acting was like no. that. I remember them kind of pulling they're, like you you hate these characters but you like them at yeah. the same time because they're all so much it. personality to Yeah, them. yeah, exactly. They yeah, everyone is so unique. I think that's but, why like everybody's really well defined right mm, from the get-go. Yeah. This is this character. It, it works really well. It's basically this guy who finds an invitation to a murder party, dresses up in some ridiculous cardboard <laughs> nice costume, costume, yeah. costume, goes to this abandoned warehouse, and quickly is um, he's realized... He's at a murder party. He's, he's at, at a, a murder, party, murder party, and he's the person they, they plan on murdering. And the kids that are holding it are like these hipster, douche oh. And they say some of the douchiest things. Like, things. They'll say the cause of death will be art. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. But all, I know these assholes. Yeah, I know these I know these. <laughs> yeah, assholes. They're, they're planning sure. on filming yeah. this murder. Or and, taking and make, photos, yeah. art photos. Yeah. And, yeah, everyone knows these, these fucking douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and the whole thing just like, it, it keeps your attention the whole time. The dialogue is pretty witty. Again, like, it's a little bit clunky sometimes. But um, it, it gets near the ending. Like, there's some cool effects and stuff mm-hmm. in there. I love what happens to the guy. I don't want to spoil it with the werewolf mask. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's I super that was cool. A cool idea. And that's the guy that wrote uh, Hold the Dark. Oh, he, right? He did the, uh, um, I'm not ready for this, pl- I want to leave this planet. He the one with Elijah Wood. He directed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that I really like that film. Um, so I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Right, I really, really solid. dug it. I, I didn't dig it as much as his other films. Yeah, listen, they do get a lot more. See, I don't know. That, I don't, there's a, there's there, those ones are more slick, it. but there's something about that film. Mm-hmm. It might be my favorite. Like It's a film I've watched several times. Mm-hmm. I can go back to it like every Halloween, where some of his other films like I, I really enjoy, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I dig it. I, no. I want more people to know about this. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think more, more people should 
be uh, watching this. I, I I don't know how it's so obscure, really. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, we we've been like hyping it every yeah. single year. It always made one of our. It had to get to the point where we weren't mentioning as our recommendations for October because, because we've always. Been. Yeah, I, and I think for me it was. I don't <clears throat> think I could get at the library. It was hard. Yeah, it's a. Really and, yeah, I picked up the DVD. Like, but it's of, on like, Netflix this now, cool so and, a lot of people should be watching it. Yeah. I, I, I could see it. It, it does seem rewatchable, mm-hmm. and I can see my score going up. But I, again, like that's a solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. everybody should watch this movie. Yeah. It's same as kind of Veronica, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. feel like for me there was just like something kind of missing, mm-hmm. but. So I think for us too, we we watched it differently than everyone else. We watched it. We were ahead of the fucking crowd. No. <laughs> yeah, Halloween hipsters. Um, Halloween hipster returns. But no, like we saw it and was like, oh, this really cool movie. I can't wait to see what he does next. And he didn't do much. And then he came out with this little film called, and it's like, ah, oh, Blue Ruin. That's from yeah. the same director. And then you know, in Green Room, Green so Room. we watched this guy develop his his skills. Yeah. Whereas I think if you if you saw his you know green room and all these slicker films and you went back and saw this little indie production, yeah. it'd be weird. I guess it'd be a different way of seeing it. So it was kind of like our little gem that no one else knew about, and now yeah, you know, hopefully everyone kind of yeah. It. Now that Sonia is a name that yeah. So when's the last time you guys watched the Blob from what like 1992? I think I don't think I've ever seen the With Blob. Johnny Drama. Oh, it's from, from the 80s. I think you mean. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was like early 90s. Uh, you could be right. I thought it was. I just. Pick the number to put on with you. Nineteen eighty eight. So I was thinking about we were talking about like the uh, comedy horror. I think this is one of the better comedy horror movies because oh, yeah. there are no jokes. It's more like uh, looks that they give the camera. Like everyone knows what they're in, but so it's, it's kind like, of meta. It is a horror movie. Have you seen this, Adam? No, no. It wow. is awesome. Yeah. It's one of the things like if you said it's a horror movie, like yeah, that's awesome. Like, but like the minute I thought it looked at it as a comedy, I'm like. This is a great comedy as well as a horror right. movie. Like, Some of the best practical effects, in my it opinion, is of all time. so good. Like, I really dug this. And the young Johnny drama, that's how yeah. I got my wife to watch it. Like, ah, young Johnny drama, what do you think? <laughs> well, and it's also a film that is not afraid. It's like, there's always those tropes. You can't touch a dog. You can't touch yeah. a kid. All these things. And this film no like, oh, yeah, we're going to throw all those out the window. And that's amazing because, like, uh, you don't know who's going to yeah. survive this movie. Like, everyone you know dies in this, which I think is kind of cool. It's kind of interesting because you talk about The Fly, which... The, the original The Fly is good, but I think that's one where the remake is better. Yeah. And same thing with this one. I, I really enjoy the original The Blob, but yeah. I think the this remake may be better. better. I, I think it is a film. Like, there's certain films, those two, and maybe Invasion of the Body Snatchers and The Thing are like yeah. the, the, the four or five remakes that people consider possibly better than the original. I think this yeah. is one of them. I, I, it's amazing. I can't praise this movie enough. I give it an 8.5 pumpkins. Oh, oh yeah. wow. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's up there. It's one of my favorites. You've got to check it out. It's, it's Just awesome. for the effects alone, like it's one of the best practical effects. Like It's up there with the thing. And even the characters the that they like introduce, which is cool. It stars Shawnee Smith as well. She's the mm-hmm. lead girl who was also in... Um, I was wondering that. She looks so from familiar. From all the Saw films she did. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is weird that, yeah, she kind of disappeared and then had a bit of resurgence mm-hmm. with the, the Saw films. So. I was thinking like maybe she was in like like a sitcom in the 80s. Maybe she was a daughter in Growing Pains or something like that. <laughs> but there it is. Yeah, looking at it, like she did some things. She, you know, she didn't disappear. She, she was did kind movies. of around, but she didn't, yeah. Movies. That, she's that she's in movies. Movies? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she did some Broadway. Yeah. So you got one more? I got one more. Um, this is a film, again, where I, I need to rewatch it. It's, but it's one of my favorites. I watched this month. Uh, City of the Dead, a.k.a. Horror Hotel from 1960. <laughs> Amazing. Um, this is such a weird because all the posts like the the Blu-ray cover has zombies on the front mm-hmm. and even and I was like why the fuck would they put that but it's even on the original poster there's no zombies in this film no it's like a virus it's a it? film no it's a film about witchcraft so it mm-hmm. opens up with a witch being burned at the stake and as she's 
uh, burning. She pretty much makes a deal with the devil, promises a curse upon the town, and she'll get her revenge. Cut to years later, Christopher Lee's giving a lecture on witchcraft. Um, you have one of his students is uh, particularly interested in it, and he recommends that she head to this, um, I think it's a fictional town called Whitewood, Massachusetts. Ma- Ma- Mass- Massachusetts. 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 How do you say it? Massachusetts? <laughs> I don't even know now. I can't say it. Can anyone say it for me? Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, he recommends she head there where the witch was burned because he feels that, you know, it would help her uh, paper. Mm-hmm. Um so she gets this town and it just oozes atmosphere. This is yeah. a film that is like so thick and fog, man. The yeah. fog is literally like up to their waist. It's cool, right? And she picks up this guy who's telling, you know, he's like, yeah, I've, you know, I visit the town here and there once a blue moon. And then, you know, she looks and disappears. He's not, not in the town. But so, everything is off about this town. The hotel clerk running the hotel that Chris Lee said she should stay at looks very similar to the witch that is burned at the beginning. All the townspeople are kind of very standoffish. Um, you find out that the church was closed. The priest, like, says, leave this town. Like, these people do not have believe in faith. Mm-hmm. Um, the only woman that, that isn't so standoffish with her is the, the librarian she meets and she like is kind to her and, you know, lends her a book on witchcraft or a paper. But while she's staying at this hotel, there, there's just weird things going on. She notices uh, in her room, there's like a cellar door that leads to like this hidden pathway underneath the hotel, which the um, the hotel clerk, the owner promises or, ah, no, there's nothing there. It's been blocked off years mm-hmm. ago. Um, anyways, um, she learns that she's there on the, um, I guess, February 1st, which is Candlemas Eve, which is the day when witches have to sacrifice a young virgin. Um, and there's this whole thing about the 13th hour. And I guess in the, in the witch world, there's a okay, 13th so what, hour that it's exists. It's like a clock ticking clock kind of deal? Um, Maybe I'm thinking City of the Living Dead. Is this City of the Living Dead you're talking about? Or no, no, this isn't the Lucio Fucci. Uh, okay. I know you've seen it. Is it a, it's a black and white film. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much. Like, I don't know how much to say, but like, Halfway through the film, it goes a completely different way with different characters. Um, I don't want to say any like more than that. He's like psycho kind of deal? I don't want to say any more okay. than that, but um, I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten, but I think this is one that I'm going to watch. I could see it. I'm even cl- maybe Growing even in eight yeah. pumpkins out of ten. I think okay. it's one. I'm going to go back to every year. Like This is yeah. This is a film that I left with thinking that was really fucking cool. Um, even though there's no zombies? Even though there's no zombies. Again, I'm kind of like, right, lately yeah. I've been in this witch yeah, I, I, I dig witches. Ever since the witch film from yeah. was it two years ago, I've and you know trying to get my hands in any cool witch films. Yeah, and most of them are cool. And uh, yeah, this film uh, I highly recommend. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah everyone should watch this movie. It's like this hidden gem that I'm glad I found out about. There, cool. There's a bunch of these old black and white films I've been trying to get through, and some of them have been kind of hit or miss. You know, I mean, like the maze didn't live up to my expectations. There's another one I'm going to talk about didn't that was kind of fun, but but this one definitely did. This is going into the the to watch pile sweet cool. uh, yeah so did you watch anything else i did i watched the tales from the dark side uh all a clone by the uh by the telephone all a clone by, by the, the telephone, telephone. Huh. it's it's got harry anderson in it hey all right um and basically his there's an alternate universe that's with answering machines basically <laughs> and i remember yeah i kind of remember that being really fucking weird huh? it's a bizarre episode but Harry Anderson for me, like I would watch a documentary it. about Harry Anderson. Yeah, like, he's, he's always charismatic. He's always charismatic on screen. Uh, um, but it, it's it's definitely one where it, it it doesn't quite stick the landing. But to give me a Harry Anderson, there's not a lot of Harry Anderson content when you really think about there it. There really isn't. Yeah, that there's one. Some, movie. There's some horror film we watched recently that we talked about. I can't remember what it was. Um, but I'm gonna give it six uh, pumpkins because of Harry Anderson. Would because have been five. I think it would have been a, it would have went lower if they didn't have a guy that was like. <laughs> Holding this like wacky energy all together. Yeah. 
So I guess uh, on Wednesday, they had a uh, episode of the Goldbergs where uh, Robert Englund actually got dressed up as Freddy again and nice. made an appearance on the show. I loved it. Have you watched the Goldbergs? No, this is Jeff Garland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this show is awesome. It actually shows him going into the video store, and they have rows and rows of all these horror movies from like the 80s and shit like that. So This is a show, if you yeah. grew up in the 80s, you should be watching. Yeah. It. Like, it's, every episode is full of so many things that are going to touch your nostalgia bone. Like, they, and unlike, I think I mentioned this, but unlike any other show, they actually somehow have got the original rights to all the scores. So yeah. they do an episode dedicated to Goonies, and it's them trying to find this treasure map, and they got the whole score of the Goonies. Wow. They do Back to the Feature, they got the score and the car. Like, they... So, I don't know, like no other show has done it. Every other show, it's always like a knockoff, mm-hmm. kind of similar sounding. They, they get all the original scores. actually had Robert Englund as Freddy yeah. Krueger on the show, which is kind of fucking dope, right? So I got to give it 7.5 just because of him, like nice. making an appearance yeah, on both, it. Yeah, I was think cool. for our recommendations for Halloween episodes, we had a, we yeah, both we recommended a couple Goldbergs ones, I believe, or at least one of them. But they're, they're all they're all They're all great, watch, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Is that it for the 24th then? Or? That's that it is. For the 24th. Okay. Let's move on to the... Oh, I just want to mention the one, the Harry Anderson movie I was trying to think if he was in the It. The, yeah, was, yeah, uh, that movie. makes sense. Anyways, yeah, let's move on to the 25th. Uh, I started off with the night with uh, the classic, um, I think it's, we all appreciate it, Garfield in Disguise, <laughs> oh, that yeah. is a.k.a. Amazing. Garfield's Halloween Adventure from 1985. I feel like we talk about this every year because yeah. someone always watches it. It's amazing. Uh, this is the one where Garfield learns of Halloween. Uh, him and Odie go out as pirates trick-or-treating, and uh, you get a lot of fun like songs yeah, in there. Some, um, songs that get stuck in your car. Ones where he's going through the, the, the trick-or-treat saying, you don't want to be scared, it's just costumes, and he lifts up the costume, and it's actually, there's no one there, or there's like a hairy pair of legs. Mm. All that's fun. Um, but anyways, Garfield being the greedy cat that he is, even though he's already got a bag full of candy, he thinks, you know what? There's an island across there. Maybe I can go across there and get even more candy because no one will go there to the, the house. And uh, when he gets there, there's a creepy old man. That That's guy awesome. still creeps me out. He oh, is yeah. so Super well drawn, yeah, right? In front of the fireplace. And he tells a tale of, you know, pirates that buried their gold here and mm. tonight's the night. You picked the wrong night because they're coming back tonight. Mm. He runs off, steals their boat and, and goes off. And uh, Garfield and Odie are stuck in this house as these ghost pirates come looking for their treasure. It's really cool the glowing effect yeah. they use in the cartoon just such a cool atmosphere for a kids cartoon mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I love this special it's uh, it's an 8 or 8.5 out of yeah, pumpkins I, I for dig me. it man I love it it's one of those ones if you're gonna watch you know if you got a handful of Halloween specials to watch of course Roseanne's gotta be in yeah, there but this one Martin. should be as well it's up there with Martin <laughs> and uh, Home Improvement this is one like unlike those ones that maybe you are a little more de- mm-hmm. divisive depending on your, your thoughts on the shows I think this is one that I, I don't think anyone would not mm-hmm. enjoy this um, yeah, what did you guys watch on the 25th? I watched another Stuart Gordon film, The Pit and the Pendulum. Oh, cool. I love this movie. Like, yeah. I think I, I've been like praising this. Like, yeah, it might I still be haven't like, seen it. Yeah. might be even like top 20 for wow. me. I watched it when I was a kid and just fell in love with it. Have you seen it? Uh, this is one I think I, I, I saw as a kid, but I've been yeah. wa- wanting to rewatch. Is Lance Hendrickson? Or? Yeah, and he it, it might be one of my favorite roles he's in. He is so oh. good as the Inquisitor. He is so good. How do you feel? Because I really enjoy the original with Vincent Price. Which yeah. one do you prefer? I enjoy this one. It's a bit over the, more. Wow. It's a bit more over the top. There's like a lot wow. of like torture. It, it, it's cool, man. Like it's dope. I got to give eight point five. Yeah, There's I know you, atmosphere you, for you, days. Uh, yeah, you you you've, you've, you've talked about this a bunch. I feel yeah. bad that we both keep on ignoring. Hey, it. <laughs> I, I I don't mind. I get to watch it and uh, even just watching for Lance Hendrickson. I is, wonder is, is it so on good. the that that canopy? Uh, maybe I got the Blu-ray if you yeah. want. 
Uh, I finished off the night with Rocktober Blood from 1984. <laughs> <laughs> with a title like that, how could it be bad? Yeah. Um, so this opens up with frame rock star Billy. He, uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, starts murdering all his crew, all his, um, yeah, the, the, you know, the people working on his album. Uh, we cut to two years later. They don't show up, but you learn that he was caught and executed. And um, the former backup singer, female backup singer of the band, is now the lead singer of the band. And she is starting to get harassed by, is it the ghost of Billy? Did oh. he return? Or is he never actually murdered? Um, of course, you have her digging up her his grave to see if he's there. Um, yeah, this, this is a film like... You're just gonna have five minutes of hot women doing extra yeah, exercising. Fair enough. Um, tons of gratuitous like nudity that is so unnecessary, but I'm not gonna complain. Um, yeah, just just 80, 80, cheesy eighties rock tunes. Um, Billy is up there with. Uh, with Ricky from Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Oh, that is amazing. So if you enjoy Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 for that performance, you'll enjoy this one. It's just so over the top Is this a Beers movie? This is, yeah, oh yeah, this is a film put on with your with your All buddies. Right. Um, it's unfortunate because I had to watch on YouTube because I guess the only, it's never had an official DVD or a Blu-ray release and the owner, who, the, the guy that directed it and he owns a film, uh, is now like he's gone. He's a Christian evangelist. Oh no! So he doesn't want much to do with the film. But for some reason, I guess for money, yeah, <laughs> he released a DVD and Blu-ray. And he sold them. Like I was going to order one, but I didn't have money at the time. And I think it was like after shipping. I think it would have been fifty, sixty bucks Holy for this Blu-ray. Moly. And then people got the Blu-ray and found out that it was a fucking not even a press Blu-ray. Blu-ray. It was a burnt oh. one. I think he took, it wasn't even the movie. It was just him like preaching. No, it is me Jesus. No, but at the end of the credits, there is a whole thing he added to the end credits. Oh, that is amazing. But no, it's like he literally took a VHS fucking transfer, uh, threw it on a burnt disc, and sold it. So everyone was fucking pissed that about that. Sucks. Um, so I'm lucky I didn't get on, in on that, and I don't mm. feel bad that I watched this illegally. You didn't get burned like a DVD. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those films. It's not a good film by any means, yeah. but it is it is fucking fun. It's like a blast, the, eh? the shit this. Billy is saying like he is just so fucking terrible and misogynistic he's telling the one just sing fucking sing this song for me and she starts saying no that's terrible that's terrible shit sing again and she sings no that is, you are fucking suck but it is bad like as he's terrorizing her too the dialogue is just so cringeworthy he's crank calling her and like just the worst worst overacting you'll get man but I'm gonna give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten mm-hmm but again, it's like it is a bad film, but it but is it is whole, it is entertaining, man. All right. Well, I think I might do that. Uh, yeah, we totally that, uh, need to do like a rock horror. There's yeah. so many. There's like five good Trick films that are all so fun. Uh, but yeah, th- this is definitely one of the better ones, just because yeah, this Billy character is it is. Un- there's a scene that the finale is like them on stage, and he's just murdering people on stage, and no one is reacting to it. <laughs> like it, it they is, think they're at like an Alice Cooper concert. Or I something guess like so, that. but it's uh it is just just the shit that kind of spews out of this guy's mouth. It's like what what you could not find better dialogue than this. Like really, oof. Um, so what'd you watch on twenty fifth? I watched uh, Bob Berger's Fortnite. Hey. Uh, also, you guys talked about yeah. this earlier. Super mm. great episode. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm also gonna give this a pumpkins. Yeah, it's perfect. Who are the standouts for you? It, it's got to be is in it the, the daughter characters? and the mother. Uh, the daughter. Uh, the daughter, like the weird daughter with the rabbit ears. Tina. No, uh, uh, Louise. Yeah, Louise. No, Chris, Louise is the cool one. I think Tina's the, the yeah, nerd. Yeah, right? Tina's a nerd. I don't like. I like all the yeah, characters, okay. yeah. but yeah. And in this one, you get a bunch of side characters. You get the guy that Aziz is doing the voice yeah, of. He's really awesome. great. Well, even their friends are funny. Like, yeah, I, I, it, it, like it's got me pumped to watch this whole yeah. series. It's great. Yeah, that's what's great about these Halloween things. So, is that everything for the twenty fifth? That yeah. is. Let's move on 26th? to the twenty sixth. 
So talking about Canopy, where Maddie, out of all the classic films, chose jokesters, I think. I decided. I'm pretty sure I looked it up. It starred a hockey player, like a. That's what his credit was. Like he's not an actor. And you're still like, yeah, let's waste an hour and a half. Oh, I watched it afterwards. I was kind of curious, like, why had this get made? Like, oh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, so I saw Canopy as like, holy shit, all these classic. This is everything that is not on Netflix. It's loaded. Um, yeah. So I was excited Did you because Bay of Blood. No, uh, I, I have all the Bavas. I've seen yeah. a lot of the Bavas. Um, I one thing that I would admit that I'm lacking in my film knowledge is silent films, and they have a okay. bunch. They have Metropolis on here, mm-hmm. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari that I need to see. That one's fantastic. Um, but this one, I've, I'm embarrassed I've never watched. Nosferatu, oh, from yeah. 1922. Okay. Uh, who, who directed this? Anyone know? Uh, Shrek. Murnau, right? Oh. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Shrek is the name of the. Uh, no, Max actor. Shrek plays. Gra- yeah. um, what's his name? Graf Orlock is the uh, Drac. No he's pretty much the Dracula character. So, I'm gonna get lambasted for my opinion on. Well, here's the thing. Again, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I totally appreciate this this for film it on is. a technical like for 1922. The direction. This there's some really cool stylish mm. direction. Like some of the direction is possibly better than the yeah. Universal horror film from you know 30 years later or 20 years later. Um, there's some really cool stuff with the shadows. Um, I think Max Shrek is really eerie and strange as He's Count one Dracula. He's one of my favorite vampires, I um, think. But I will say this. like, It's not a film I'm excited to... like. When I watch Dracula, this will not be my go-to yeah. film. I, I, no, I agree with that. I mean, it's it's an hour and a half, which felt a little long. I always thought silent films would have been like sure. an hour. Yeah, here's 40 minutes. But they're not, actually. I'm looking like, isn't yeah. is Metropolis like two hours, two and a half hours? Like, it might be, it's long. They're all pretty long, uh, which surprised me. And I don't know, again, like, I'm fine with it. Some of it works, but like, the, everything is overacted. I mean, so you got to have that, I guess, back yeah. then. That's how they did it to show their emotions. But like, I don't know. It, for me, it's like, it felt like a very edited Film the score that I don't know what score was on this version, but some of it really, really worked, and some of it did not See, the, work at the, all. The the scores of the the sound <coughs> films are tough sometimes because they're not necessarily what the score was, and sometimes yeah. you don't even know because they were played in the theater. Yeah. Oh, like they had like a guy like an old tiny piano. <laughs> they would have had a well, piano player. I, I was thinking watching this like I would love to see this live in a theater yeah. with someone doing the score live. That would be badass. Um, they do that. In, they've done that in Hamilton a they, few like, times. Yeah. The Slash yeah. was doing it for a while. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it would really depend on how good that the band doing the score yes. is. Yeah. But yeah, so it's hard for me to rate this film. It's like, I totally appreciate it's it. Like, like this hair metal band, like, Dracula! <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of cool. Dracula! I would, you know, if the, if the rest wants to do a <laughs> yeah. reunion, I would... That's I what would, we're going to do. I would drop my That's 10 bucks. That would be cool. But um, yeah, again, people are going to hate the rating I give this film. They're going to be like, what? You give whatever film higher than this? I'm giving this rating based on my entertainment value. I'm going to give six and a half pumpkins out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, I think again from a film from its time, I totally respect it. It's very well made. On that, you know, rating it like that, it would possibly be higher. But as a film, like, am I going to watch this again over Bram Stoker's Dracula or the Universal Dracula yeah. or many the other many adaptations? A lot of them are great. Probably not. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. There, there's something incredibly unique about this because of how it was made and where, like, you're not getting that type of performance mm-hmm. because you're not finding a guy like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that, yeah, the, the look of that yeah. take on Dracula You guys cool. have seen with the Shadow of the Vampire, right? Yeah, it's awesome. It is a yeah. great take on I this I want to rewatch it again. Yeah, now that you've actually seen the movie. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you here. It's it's not, I, I think Cabinet of Dr. Clark is, is, is a much better movie uh, than this um, in terms of all aspects that you're talking about, entertainment value. Um, 
there are also movies that like you have to kind of get into a different headspace yeah, yeah, exactly. because your rhythm from watching other films isn't the rhythm that was yeah. these films were made oh, yeah, exactly, for. Yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't be that like I probably am a seven on this, yeah. but I'm not. I also don't feel, and I've seen it three times maybe. Like it's something I go back to, and I always I'm glad I did, but I don't. There's just like entertainment factors that are are missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to pick it up one day on Blu-ray and you know go through all the documentaries and stuff. And like, yeah, it, it, I'd be curious to revisit it. Um, I think my expectations were a little high, but and again, I think that take like that vampire look. I wish there was more vampires yeah, like that. Like there's Salem's Lot. I think he's, he makes appearance in where what we do in the shadows. Yeah, um, I, I think that's a cool take on the vampire. But yeah. yeah, one thing is like you don't really see this Dracula do much. He doesn't really attack people. You yeah. hear that maybe the people have been coming down with this virus. Like you don't really see a lot of that. And even like the finale, it's like technically he could die, and no one could ever know that a, a vampire ever existed because no one actually ever sees him. Ooh. It's not like the other films where you yeah, have people hunting him cool. down and and killing him. So it, you could. I, looking, thinking of it from that point of view, you can almost hey, be like spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> but I, this what, movie's a hundred years old, right? Almost. You could you could look at this film and think like because all the the plague is going on at the same time. I believe mm. you could say like all the plague maybe was actually based. Maybe it was a vampire that brought the plague oh, in. That's because he disappears before idea. everyone sees it. That you could take it, look at it that yeah. way. That maybe he was real and the whole plague was was based. It's, on a, him, it's which an is incredible kind of uh, theory. Sto- story and and yeah. Anyways, it it's definitely something if you're you're one just a, a film buff or uh, you like the history of it or if you just like the history of Dracula, like yeah. they're all reasons to watch. Yeah, it. I, I read the book or listened to a storybook on tape last year, and I, I've seen most adaptations. Like mm. it'd be fun to do something like on Dracula, like we did for Christmas yeah. Carol. Although it'd be kind of draining because a lot of them are very similar in plot, but. Yeah, th- this is not going to be. This would probably be near the bottom for me when it comes to version I would choose to watch. But again, yes, taken from the fact that it's a 1922 film, it's technically, and it's it's an, an impressive feat for sure. Uh, on the 26th, I watched uh, Bob Berger's The Haunting. Oh, nice! Uh, this is the one where they go into and that was one of my favorites. A scary, uh, a, like a house, and and they actually did it for the kids. For the kids, because the one a daughter is never scared anymore. And uh, this is my favorite out of oh, the yeah. uh, Halloween specials. It's maybe the funniest of all all of them for me. Well, I love that all their gags are lame, but at the same time, you like these parents love their kids yeah. that they are going through this trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, um, there's a tone to this whole series that is, is special to just it. Like, yeah. I, I, I loved it. I'm going to give it 8.5 yeah, nice. pumpkins. Nice. I'm really glad. I was thinking I, that I too. Like, I'm, I'm excited about yeah, diving into that. Like, go, maybe November 1st. I'm maybe we want to do a podcast every month. Yeah, we'll do a Bob's <laughs> Burgers episode. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> um, When's the last time you guys watched Scream? Years, I think a and year years or two ago, when we ago. did our best of, I um, because it's been parodied so much, you kind of forget it actually was a decent movie oh, it's a, it's at one a, yeah, point. Really like, I enjoyed film. the uh, story. I enjoyed how meta it was. Like, it was very interesting to watch. Like, outside of the uh, hype, you know what I'm saying? Well, even all the actors are yeah, good. Like, they like, all went on to do big careers. A lot of them started in that. Yeah, Jamie Candy is really knocking it out of the park these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing stuff. I don't know. I don't know if he is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I think we're okay with him not. Yeah, doing yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it, it was kind of fun. Like they're always talking about like, the horror movie tropes and all that shit. Like I dug this, and I forgot and even if, how much, how good it actually was. Like, yeah, even though it's not gory, the kills because it, it was a PG the film. Or, I, I thought, it was one. It was yeah. during that era where they were rated R, but they they yeah. really didn't need to be. Like they were very. 
There's there's some blood PG but, like, friendly. It felt like, but like I remember the kills of being very like the way they're done. They're very effective, and even though they're not gore, they hit you pretty hard. Like mm. like uh, I was thinking about this. Um, Henry Winkler has done something very interesting for like every generation. Yeah. Like he has been in something uh, groundbreaking for like three generations, which is kind of yeah. crazy, right? Not many people get to that. He's Happy Days. He was Scream. He's in Arrested Development. Like that's just three like okay, yeah, I was amazing, amazing shows, right? Mm. Like that's groundbreaking yeah. shows. Yeah. And Barry. Pardon? And Barry. Barry. The new show with Bill Hader. Oh, is it? And Henry Winkler. I haven't watched it. That's like top five this year. Oh, that's crazy. That's the show you were talking about the other day? Yeah, it's so good. I got to come down and hang in your basement and watch it. Yeah, just watch watch the. uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I I, got to give Scream eight out of ten pumpkins. Like, I'm excited about going through the entire. Like, I'm going to try to watch all four before October, but I don't know if I can. Do it. Like, I heard it gets real bad oh, around three, the, the four. Um, <laughs> I hated two. I remember hating two. Mm-hmm. They're all like, they're all like okay. They're not terrible, but they're just like, they're very mediocre. And it's like three mediocre repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Films. And the, the, the shock endings get so ridiculous. This, it almost feels like that joke from Spaceballs where it's like, it was my brother's cousin's neighbor's yeah. gold, friend of goldfish. <laughs> like, like, this, the story in the first one is actually like nice and tight. Like, it actually it made sense. Like, yeah, it wasn't oh, yeah. convoluted. But yeah. I assume as the sequels go on, it yeah, might get a bit more silly. Um, the complete opposite of the spectrum, I watched The Axe Murders of Villisca. From 2016, I was kind of excited about this film. The I think story is interesting. I was getting right? it mixed up. I guess this is based yeah. on a real story, uns- yeah. an unsolved mystery. Actually, they never caught the killer, but it's not the one I was thinking of. The Axe Man of New Orleans. Yeah, That's that another cool axe murder. I enjoyed that, that one bit never, better. That never got their case never got solved. That guy's like play jazz, and I won't kill you. Yeah, kind of but this is a different axe murderer. I didn't really know this case, but I read up on it. It's based on a true story. Anyways, it opens up. This guy murders a family pretty brutally, like kids too. Like. And then we cut to now, present time. These guys uh, go and do what we hate. They go and film and pretend uh, they're ghost um, hunters. hunters. Uh, the one lead, you know, he's had a bit of a troubled life. You've learned that his dad has died. His friend is uh, is gay, so he has to deal with that in school. Uh, and then they run into this girl that you find out um, uh, she was dating this guy. And when she was drunk, he made a sex tape during a party. And, you know, so she's labeled a whore. So this is kind of relevant to what's going mm-hmm. on now, I guess. But yeah, what a fucking shitty film this yeah. is. So here, let me just, I'm not going to go too much into I this. I like, that might be interesting. No, yeah, it sounds kind of interesting. So this is, I'm not, this is so. You buried the lead on that like a motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. you know. No, this film, this, I'm not even joking. So some guy that uh, the lead, of, you know, these guys are the bullies and the lead has had, dealt with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, he calls her a whore or something, the girl, and the, the lead walks over, smacks his face off a locker, and goes away. So that's all she knows of this lead character. She's never met him. She's talking to her friend on uh, Skype or whatever, and she's like, ooh, what's his name? Let's look him up on Facebook. And she's like, oh, wait, oh my God, he's so stupid. He actually put his address on Facebook. You should just walk up and you should just go show up at his house. And she's like, really? Okay, I'll go do that. <laughs> and she shows up at his house. This, this is his last day. He's He's got uh, accepted into a an important college or university, whatever. And, um, and his friend's like, Oh no, this is your last day. We got it. We promised we'd do our, our um, YouTube video on the house of Villisca. And so they're on their way there. And then she just shows up and like, Hey, well, Hey, where are you guys going? We're going to Villisca. Care if I join? Sure. Why not? This is like, they've never met each other. Here's my keys. She throws the keys. He doesn't have his driver's license. That's cool. <laughs> they drive off. Like, they've never met. All of a sudden, they're on this three-hour road trip to this Villisca. Fucking huh. bad. The one guy, he uses the word toe-cray balls. Toe-cray balls? Short form for total crazy, crazy balls. balls. Yeah, that makes sense. The other highlight was Murder Boner. 
the dialogue in here. This movie sucks. Um, <laughs> it's it's like the character is like it's just bad. So would you say it t- sucks toe cray balls? Yeah, toe cray balls. <laughs> But anyways, they go to this. They they go to this house. The guy gives them the tour. They decide he kicks them out. They decide they're going to sneak in at night and do their video. And um, you find out that the Axeman was possessed, and now this ghost is going to possess these people, and they're going to try to kill each other. And you're supposed to care and and fuck this movie. Um, no no murder boners for you. Uh, I don't know to you. I'm going to be generous, and there is like one. There is a. I mean, the the story is kind of okay. cool. Is murder boner like the boner you get when murdering somebody, or the boner you get when you're? I murdered? think he's just yelling it when he saw the axe that uh, they had the axe on display. Or, I don't. I don't fucking uh, remember this. Three and a half pumpkins <laughs> out of ten. Worst movie I saw this month. Um, Ooh boy, this sucked, man. Like, why did I can't believe that like someone's hands the script and like because it, it looked kind of okay so it had some sort of budget the story seems interesting I can't believe someone hands like a script and says sure here's a million dollars to go film that like there's gotta be better scripts there's gotta be a lot of you know so what you're saying is we should just I'm thinking we should do a horror film because I don't think we could do worse like (laughs) yeah it just makes no fucking sense this film yeah fuck this film Uh, what did you guys watch (laughs) I watched uh, Bob's Burgers Teen Witch the last I enjoyed that uh, one the ones that you can see on on Netflix yeah that's how I Um, yeah I really like this one too I don't think I I like this one as much it's probably my least yeah least favorite of the four Uh, still awesome yeah Yeah, it's still good Uh, like I can't wait to watch this whole series the librarian is amazing (laughs) oh my god yeah Uh, seven point five pumpkins. Yeah, yes. yeah, that works, man. So, uh, exact opposite. I watched Treehouse nineteen and twenty. <laughs> You're so, putting us to the horrors yeah, that yeah, I did yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Wait a second. On Treehouse nineteen, they did a Transformers ripoff, a Madman ripoff, Ugh. and actually, they did like uh, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, which is actually that one was fun. fun. I really like that one. It was uh, not enough to rescue this episode at no. all. Like, yeah, I, I find like one is good, but two are just like, why am I watching this? So I got to give that. Uh, That's the question we brought that to yeah. Maddie. Like, I know. I already I know, went through this know, last year, and you, like, what out of last year did make what made me sell this to you? Where you like, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, I, it's there. I'm, okay, I can watch while I'm falling asleep because right. I. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I watched the twenty as well, which actually they had like a it was a dial M for murder where they did like the crisscross. Is that uh, that movie? Yeah, yeah. They did a parody of that, which I thought yeah, was really good. Okay, yeah. I thought that was good. And they did like a zombie uh, 28 Days Later, which was okay. Mm-hmm. And they also did this weird musical, which is pretty bad, where like Moe's Bar is like a, almost like a Sweeney Todd uh, musical. Sweeney Todd. Thought. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah I five out of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I finished off the night with uh, Jeepers Creepers from 2001. Oh, yeah. Shit. I watched the sequel to that on Sunday. Okay. Well, wait, because I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah, to watch yeah, the yeah, sequel. Yeah, yeah, so we'll yeah, talk yeah. About we'll talk after. about that. Um, this is a film that every time I watch it, I remember how good it is. Like, I love this film. It's, it's, it's one, one of, of my the favorite. Best like, monsters of like oh, the mo- the one of the most iconic like- monsters. Yeah. It's 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 really too bad that it's directed by a fucking pedophile yeah. Victor Salva because I think that hurts. I think this film would be better regarded if it wasn't because because yeah. a lot of people that just will not watch they can't film. separate the uh... um, which yeah, and I'm not going to judge them. I no, totally no, understand. No, no, like no. pedophiles are the worst of the worst in my opinion. I thought you were saying I'm not going to judge him for being a pedophile. No, no. you should <laughs> judge him for no. being. Yeah, a yeah, you, you 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 kind of phrased that <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit strange. Um, yeah, no, he's a fucking terrible human being. Yeah. And, I mean, I would have been fine if he got the chair. But yeah. um, the fact that he is still alive and making these films, I guess did I'm he, watching. He did time, right? Uh, he did do his time, but I think he got off pretty early. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, the, the, the whole judicial. 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 Jude. 
judicial, judicial. Uh, <laughs> system is uh, fucked up. In America and Canada, is not any better. But anyways, um, so it opens up. I love the witty banter between the brother and sister. Justin yeah. Long is one of the he kids. He is awesome in this, right? Yeah, he's like, this is where he, I think, one of his first films, right? Mm. But he, the yeah, just, you believe these are real brother and sister. They kind of rip on each other. They're playing games mm. to, to pass, the time. pass the time. And there's a road trip they're on. But you can also see they care for each other. So they're likable. You want to see them, uh, you know make it to the end here uh, so the first half is it's really interesting film that's almost two two films yeah. the first half is actually kind of like scary and terrifying you have no idea what's going on like, Where you they, see this guy like uh, from a milk truck throw this body down this well even thing. before that they're almost getting driven off the road by this monstrous old rusty truck that's almost like a character in itself yeah. it's license plate is beating you but yeah you're right They later on they, they're driving by and they see this truck disposing what looks like bodies down like the sewers yeah, of a church that's a cool scene too man um, so, anyways, they go back and investigate, and that scene is really cool. The lair yeah. and all the bodies, like t- tapestry uh, uh, throughout the sewer, and like that is all like it's, it's this the whole mythology of this character yeah. and the sayings and everything is so good. The second half is where a lot of people feel it kind of goes off its rails. I don't think so. Where it it, it becomes you find out that this I don't know if I'm spoiling because I think we've had a couple of sequels and you know. Anyways, it, you you learn that this guy is like he kind of looks like a scarecrow, but he's also a gargoyle creature underneath. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, such a cool looking monster design. I love it. And the eyes, but it is so a completely expressive. different thing than the first half. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a psychic that's warning them, yeah. and she there's also this tune that keeps on coming on the Jeepers. radio. Jeepers creepers, where do you keep those peepers <laughs> or whatever? But you learn that this uh, creeper character. He hunts people based on the smell of their fear, and he's looking for various body parts to find like a new shell for his his body. I thought I don't know. I think all this is yeah. so cool. Did the you get into mythology awesome. at all in this one, or no? Yeah, like well, you get into all that. You yeah. get into that much. What pretty much what I said. Um, the ending. I'm not going to say too much other than it's shocking and like. I, I love this fucking film. Like, this is top 100 for me easily. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to visit part it's two. Good. I know a lot of people feel part two is a huge drop off, but I remember enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how it holds up. And I got part three as well. Whether I'll get through it again this I year, to see I don't part know. part three. That's why I watched part two. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give this one eight pumpkins. It yeah. could even be an 8.5. It's for a good me. movie, like, man. There's I don't really have any complaints with it. Like, it has everything. Yeah. It's good acting, likable yeah. characters, a cool monster, great direction. There's some really cool set pieces. There's even a scene where they go to, like, this house to look for help and it's this weird cat lady. And it's like, you know, you could have you could have had them go for help to any house, yeah. and it would have. But that scene stands out as a, a scene itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's this weird, like something's off even about that. Like it almost works mm-hmm. on a horror level there. So, have you guys seen this in a while or not I in a while? Last year, yeah, I really dug it. I don't think I've seen it since it came out. Uh, I would, yeah, I you probably get it. Yeah, it's, it's very it's cool. Um, yeah. Anyways, did you guys watch anything else on twenty sixth or? I watched the uh, Tales from the Dark Side in the Cards is the episode. Oh. Uh, it was a pretty bad episode uh, about just the uh, tarot cards. Uh. And these are like a sign of, you know, these ones always basically kill people once you get a reading. Uh, I'm going to give it five pumpkins. Ugh. Okay. Didn't have a Harry Anderson to uh, might might be the Might be my least favorite. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the final night of the week, October 27th. Do you want to... uh... Sure. Yeah, I got up bright and early, and I started off my morning watching The Wolfman. Oh, The Wolfman? Which one? Benicio Del Toro or The uh, Universal? The Universal. Oh, awesome. That's actually one of my favorite of the Mm -hmm. Universal ones. I, uh, I really, really liked it, and I think it's grown in estimation in the last 24 hours. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, 
Lon Chaney Jr. is... is he's good as Wolfman, right? He's really great as the Wolfman. It's uh, got Claude Rains, too, yeah, as yeah, his father, yeah, yeah. who's fucking awesome, Claude Rains right? was the Invisible Man, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's, he's so good. Um, yeah, it, it, it sets up instantly like a, a great atmosphere. Um, the Wolfman aspect is awesome. It yeah. plays right mm-hmm. to... with There's like a gypsy... I love oh, the... Yeah. Just be... Just, there's a gypsy aspect to it that it uh, is really cool. Where uh, Bella Gosi is one of the gypsies, mm. um, so I, I love everything about the Wolfman. The the only part that's pretty like cringy to watch is anything to do with the his the courting of the romance. He's the <laughs> is he cr- kind of like a creeper. He's the yeah. creepiest freaking dude ever. And there's no reason why she should like him. Back then, though, that was just like the norm. Like, that was considered cute if you stalked a woman. (laughs) But it's like so aggressive, even for a movie in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. It is uh, embarrassing (laughs) most of the time. But other than that, I I loved everything about the movie. Is he like humping her leg and shit or what? (laughs) (laughs) Pissing on her, leaving her sense. No no other man goes near her. But uh, no, anytime, usually when I make like. Did I have the Wolfman my recommendations mm-hmm. this year? But usually, if I have to pick a universal horror film, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Wolfman is usually it for me because I, I think that one has the best like fall, yeah, it Halloween is atmosphere, like the fog and everything. And like the you fog said, is amazing. The throughout gypsy it. and the effects there are still cool. There is something for the interesting about and... a band of gypsies, isn't there? Like that's fucking dope. I think. Yeah, I like, like the, traveling... I like all the transformation. Yeah. yeah, the traveling gypsies, like the party they're having, yeah. is super cool. Until we get some more creepy action. <laughs> um, and I, I love the finale. I love how it all wraps up. Like, yeah, it, it's it's definitely one of my favorites. I'm so disappointed because I got the whole collection on blu-ray with all the sequels planning mm-hmm. to get through them this year and it just didn't happen i started with dracula and it was just like i again just ran out of time i yeah. had like you know that i pulled out the 80 100 films to get through and of <laughs> course you know that never happened so that a lot of movies got left behind but i think i'm going to continue and just keep on watching these just plow know, through them eh? through the next couple months even though it's i not guess Halloween it's now like uh in the winter months you can just kind of sit and you're, you're yeah. home on a sunday and actually just watch movies because what else are you gonna do right and i figure this way i'll have my favorite so maybe next shot yeah. over i can just pull out the, the favorites mm-hmm. um it, it's it's overwhelming there's like 30 of them or yeah, something it's quite so. a bit isn't there yeah um, well, maybe next October you just watch those. Yeah, yeah. I would mind seeing like the old, like the Wolfman was like Wolfman fights Nazis. <laughs> like the Invisible <laughs> Man is like driving like a, a airplane. I think after last year, I'm kind of done with the themes where I did all the Simpsons because it it almost feels like homework at the time. Like I think I tried to do Simpsons, all the Saw films, and the Paranormal, and the Paranormal Activities. You, you, I mean, um, maybe those were not three yeah, of the best choices, listen. but and maybe doing all of them in the same yeah, year. Yeah, I. But even with thirty movies, like you know, that's at least you know. That's more than half of what I'm going to get through in a month. Yeah. So it kind of like, I don't know. So, usually I have a but stack quick of, too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but usually I do have a stack of films that I've saved and put away for October. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I, we'll see what happens. So I, I think it's going. Uh, my score, I think, is going up after I've thought about it a little mm. bit. I, th- I think I'm going to just I think I'm going to give it eight hours. pumpkins. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's what I would give it probably to. Yeah. Have you watched recently revisited any of the other monster films? Like, do you know which ones? Do you have an idea of which ones stand out for you? I, I know for me, like, I love The Invisible Man. Mm. I think that's the most underrated and arguably my favorite of the, mm. the universe monsters. But I know Wolfman's up there. I I really enjoy Dracula. I know a lot of people don't. Like, do you, yeah. do you have your It's been too too long. Like, I've, I don't think I had seen The Wolfman, but I know I've seen Dracula. Yeah. I know I had Frankenstein. seen Frankenstein. Uh, I've seen Bride of Frankenstein. Mm. The but, Mummy? 
I don't think I've seen. You the should Mummy. get like or borrow the the collection. Uh, yeah. Maddie got off me where it's just like you the get ten movies or something. It's just like, that. like the ten main ones. You don't get all the sequels because from what I heard, a lot of sequels aren't that great. I yeah. think there's a couple standouts, but like it just has the all the original films, and then you get Bride of Frankenstein because yeah. that's considered like the great. And uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. and stuff like that. Well, maybe maybe next that'll be yeah. my homework yeah. next. Yeah, week. exactly. Cool. Um, what did you watch, buddy? Uh, I watched, uh, you've already talked about this, Bewitch Season mm. 4, Safe and Sane Halloween from 1967. <gasps> what did you think of this? Yeah, you love this. You give it like a nine. Uh, I found it absolutely charming. I thought it was, no, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's terrible. No, I had a blast with this too. Yeah. This will totally make, if it's not on your recommendations yeah. for next year for uh, TV episodes, it will mm. be on mine. What, what a surprise. I mean, I, I know nothing about this show. I know he, my mom used to watch it when I was little. Why, but, like, uh, I might go and watch Bewitched. Like, well, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. It was a but, good Halloween episode. But, like, but pretty much, so I guess Samantha's the witch, uh, Darren's her husband. They have a, a young child and she's she's reading her like this story that has Bedtime like a story. goblin and like a pumpkin head creature yeah. and what's the other a, thing a gremlin uh, a gremlin um and anyways yeah the daughter brings them to life and they go trick-or-treating and i guess she wants like okay it's halloween a mortal halloween yeah no, mortal halloween, no, no trickery but she doesn't know that the, the yeah. daughter brought these these creatures and they're going around just causing mischief right. at each house and then, then Samantha thinks it's her daughter that's doing it mm. like I told you don't do the witch thing but yeah totally a lot of fun you have another thing too where there's like the you always and all these little black and white shows you always have the neighbor like whether it's the monsters they yeah. have family that, that is against these and this is the neighbor that hates the she thinks something's up uh, at their yeah. household and is not a fan um but yeah, her son is dressed also as the jack-o'-lantern, so there's a mix-up there, a fun mix-up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I totally had a blast with this, too. Right. Um, I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really recommend it for sure. Okay, I'm just going to continue yeah, yeah. What on. Yeah, watch? These are all ones you watch. Creek? These are yeah. on the Mill Creek TV. I watched News Radio Season 3 Halloween from 1996. Okay, that was all right. I know you guys are fans of this show. I've never watched it. Um, I came away thinking, yeah, like I would maybe check it the out. The show is awesome. Um, the Halloween episode, yeah, the man, show not is, so much. Yeah, the, the Halloween episode was just okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much Mr. James, I guess, is he their boss? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he, he owns. He throws like the, the, these big, crazy, amazing he's Halloween parties. Donald Trump in the nineties, right? Like Jimmy <laughs> James is like he owns everything, but he's more of a playful guy. Okay, but anyways, I guess he's known from what I gathered from the episode. He's known for having great Halloween parties, mm-hmm. but this year he's not going to invite them because they never put any effort into their costumes. They just go and get drunk. He's um, like a man without socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, so this year, anyways, um, Lisa, I believe, uh, convinces and uh, all of them to dress up saying that Dave, um, who's he's from Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall, yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's going to do this most outrageous costume. Mm -hmm. And they all come dressed and he, of course, comes dressed as a woman wearing one of her dresses. And she, as you mentioned, she gets uh, upset, (laughs) not that he's wearing her dress, but that he looks better (laughs) in it than she does. Um, You have a psychic in there as well. And she tells Phil Hartman that he's going to die in 2020. It's amazing, right? Like, when you're going to die in 2020, April 17th. Like, really? Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives up on his life and he's like hitting on some old woman because he's like, oh, we're both going to die. Um, but there's a fun little uh, joke there. Um, yeah, I, I mostly enjoyed it. Uh, there's a lot of gay jokes with Andy Dick, I guess. Is that the whole ongoing joke throughout the series that yeah. he's gay or something? Yeah. Yeah, because I guess he went he went as a bike bike enthusiast or something and motorcycle like enthusiast, gay bike enthusiast, construction worker, gay construction worker. But yeah, I don't know. I, I had fun with it. I'm going to give it seven out of ten. Yeah, it seems about right. Um, it's not the best Halloween episode, but yeah, like I I, I think it's I a could, charming. I think I could watch this show. I think series. everyone kind of had their own thing going on. And then finally, I, I watched the Jefferson season four. Now you see it. Now you don't. This was a two parter from 1979. Again, never watched the Jeffersons. It's I, awesome, I, right? I, my mom grew up. <laughs> Like she always used to watch All in the Family, so I kind of 
probably might have saw them on there, but even that, like, I couldn't, I don't remember the show at all. I'd yeah. like to go back and watch it out of curiosity. But I had a total fucking it's blast awesome, with this right? show. I, I didn't, like, this show was so funny. Like, uh, Jeff, what's his name? Um, George. George Jefferson. He is just a prick. You should have said Thomas. You could have got away with saying Thomas right there. <laughs> but he is the biggest prick the whole episode. Yeah. It's just him. Like I guess they have making a, fun of their maid, right? Well, yeah, their maid, and it's just this back and forth <laughs> yeah. between him and the maid. And then even like they have a friend, I guess, that it's uh, a white guy dating a, a black woman, and he is going off about it. Oh, the whole time he's like, "Why don't you guys just walk next to each other and say you're a zebra?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, he called. He does like he's just ripping on him for being a white guy the whole. <laughs> show um they but have- anyways this halloween episode his wife uh sees um a murderer across the street but she's like she describes as he, it was a rabbit killing someone with a carrot and um and then it turns out there's a halloween party going on downstairs and the costumed rabbit shows up there um so it's like this whole mystery of mm. you know um kind of a rear window i guess yeah. take as well in there but yeah, I, I thought it was totally hilarious. Him, yeah, him calling him a honky and stuff. Uh, and yeah, the back and forth between him and the maid was amazing. Uh, the Halloween party was kind of cool because they're all dressed as like famous old um, film hey, Groucho characters. Marx. Groucho Marx and Charlie Chaplin, and they're all doing their little gags there. They actually did like a Charlie Chaplin off too, where like a yeah. George and some other dude. Yeah. That was and I guess good. his wife, Wheezy, which is a great name. Did you know what she was supposed to be? Mae West. Oh, okay. Um, she's, I think Mae West, I could be wrong. Didn't she do one of the voices for that, um, Rankin and Bass Halloween special? I have no idea. I think she was a famous, like, comedian, I believe, or? She was an actress, yeah. She was kind of a body actress. Yeah. Because that makes sense. She was making all the jokes like, oh, hey, that big boy. Yeah, she, I I thought all that was funny, though. I don't know. I enjoyed her character. It's fine, though, because we were watching this and my son was there and he's like, why is that guy dressed as a woman? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, I could kind of see it because she has that deep voice yeah. and she kind of has, yeah. Not she, about you could kind of see, like, you know, someone not not knowing who she is thinking it's a cross dresser. <laughs> but uh, I totally had a blast with this show. Again, another show that I would possibly go mm. back and watch now after this. Like, if every episode is as funny as this one, was I, like, I was literally. Uh, you were chuckling. I was laughing pretty hard. Were you hard. Oh, well, I was <laughs> like yeah. slapping the couch and whatnot? I was, man. I was like, I wanted to like go get back to my like, zebra. This. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's nice to see the spin on that. Yeah. You know, back in the day, I'm sure there's there always like yeah. these kind of inappropriate jokes towards black people in those shows. And it's kind of fun seeing it like reversed and him calling people honkies and shit and that being okay. Um, anyways, I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I watched some of the other ones after Halloween so I probably won't get to a lot of them mm-hmm. but yeah th- those were probably the standouts to me anyways like, yeah. I'm not gonna t- again I didn't I'm not gonna count it but I watched like Mad About You after and that like fucking that's dumb there were some bad ones in there um, anyways uh, what else did you guys watch uh, speaking of like a comedy from the 80s and like laughing and slapping the couch I watched Alf and <laughs> it didn't even it I kinda wanna get a friend who laughs like Alf and everything I says <laughs> but you guys don't <laughs> Just silence after he says that. Um, yeah, what do so, you think? I, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't it. the best Halloween episode, but I um I really like uh, Willie Tanner, the guy, the father of Alf. So having him um, in a party trying to like hide Alf while dressed up, I thought was kind of fun. Yeah, but yeah, that's a show. Like I have the complete series, and I think I'm on like episode six after three it years. Is a like tough go, man. But some, some of them are funny. Like some of them, you just want some Elf in your life, and you throw yeah. it on, and it gives you everything you're yeah, looking for. You can watch one or two yeah. at a time, but after yeah. that, like uh, the it's jokes, the same like show yeah. over and over again. But yeah, I don't know. I, I still we found project alf the movie oh get out of here uh, that, that is so two? bad right it's so 
terrible. That's a cartoon, or no? It's it's the live action movie. After it has the show, guy from it? like Married with Children in it, like uh, Jefferson. I can't remember. Yeah. remember. It's pretty forgettable. Yeah. I don't know if we finished it. Yeah. Speaking of forgettable, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to say maybe 5.5 pumpkins out of 10. Okay. I, th- I think I might have given it like yeah. six or something. It was okay. So I watched next, um, which Kyle watched earlier, Mom and Dad. Oh, shit. Yes. I didn't get around to watching this. <laughs> so I'm really curious to hear your thoughts because this is a film like, I don't know how you rate it because it's not... <laughs> It's not a good film, but I found it fucking highly entertaining. Yeah, it was very entertaining, and I I actually like the concept of of like some some sort of terrorist attack that basically makes people go after their the people they love the most, their children, and try to kill them. Isn't that the uh, scene of the Wolfman as well? Like the Wolfman kills the one he loves most. Or is that something else I'm thinking of? I don't know. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Um, Nick Cage just chews scenery <laughs> everywhere. Everything he's in, and and sometimes it's incredible, and other that times pool table scene. The pool table scene. What I love about that film is like all the crazy shit he's doing are like flashbacks before the virus. Yeah. Before the like he's already the craziest dude. Yeah. Before he, any of this happens, he's already kind of unhinged. Um, What's he singing again? Hokey pokey. Uh, yeah. yeah, you do the hokey pokey <laughs> and you fuck shit up or something. <laughs> Oh, he's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy in it. Uh, overall, I thought it was good. It did start losing steam for me near the end. When they're kind of trapped in their house? It, in the yeah, it, it just felt like they dialed down the insanity a little bit at yeah, that yeah. point, And it kind of became more of a standard... Uh, but then Lance Hendrickson, invasion. his father, comes and visits him. And <laughs> Whoa, seriously? Yeah. All right, uh, all right, all right, I'm sold. There's a scene at the, the, scene at the hospital, too, is like pretty fucking disturbing and dark, like... Oh yeah, he, like she just gives birth, and it's like, ah, uh, you know, this is gonna oh. go bad. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, uh, it's insane, and just the idea behind it is just so crazy. The like, concept boosts this up yeah, for yeah, me. Oh, yeah. I do think in the end, like, I can't imagine ever going back to it. Yeah, oh, I'm the opposite. I'm totally like, I want to buy this on Blu-ray and watch it again. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give it, I, I think, six pumpkins. Okay. okay. Yeah. So not, not as much as me, but it is one of those films I don't know how. Yeah, I know I'm getting a Mandy soon, so I got Mandy on pre-order. I'm yeah, gonna do like a double feature. I can't wait to see Mandy. Yeah. yeah, Mandy I think is more of an actual good film, whereas Mom and Dad is just pure insanity. Yeah. Mom and Dad, like, I've never done Gook, but I assume it would be kind of like that film. I don't know. Just like a rush that, <laughs> like you said, maybe it slows down a bit in the end, but like... From that scene where all the parents are smashing at the fence, waiting for their kids oh, to come yeah. out of school, it, like it I think really that was up. the thing. Like three quarters of the way through this, I'm like, "Wow, this is like just batshit crazy," <laughs> and I, I and I'm really entertained. And then honestly, one once they got trapped in the house, and it ends like this, just ends out of nowhere. Yeah. The scene where Nick Cage is going on about, oh, I know what you kids are doing ass to mouth, mouth to ass. Like, he's going on, like, ass to ass. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Dill, no, diddles and ass, diddles and mouth, diddles and ass, ass to ass. Like, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you like doing uh, with that record for a dream. There's so many, like, ass. good quotable lines in this film from Nick Cage. Oh, yeah, Cage. from Nick like, Cage. He's just nuts. He's slapping his kids around again before this is even breaking out. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, this movie will probably make my top ten of the year. I'm thinking. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Okay. It, it was. I I don't know. I, I it was just like there's nothing like it, and I'm going to remember that more than I'm going to remember a lot of other films yeah. I saw this year. I think. But so what else not. did you watch, Roddy? Uh, I watched uh, the sequel. We I've talked about. It. I'm a big fan of Mr. Boogity. 
Okay, The Bride of Boogity. Um, so I watched Bride of Boogity from 87. This is the sequel. This one is actually full length, whereas Boogity was like, I think, 45 minutes. Um, another, this aired, I think, on Sunday night, Disney's Sunday movie yeah, wonder, of the week. Wonderful World of Disney. Anyways, yeah, this is uh, Mr. Boogity makes his triumphant return. Uh, this time he's possessing bodies. Um, unfortunately, that means like you don't really get the Boogity to like the latter half, yeah. which is kind of disappointing. But I always remember there's scene I always, it always haunted me as a kid where he possessed the dad and the dad's floating through the hallways at night. Oh, that's kind of cool. And the dad's always saying like, he's always pulling pranks at his kids and saying, just kidding. And this one he's like possessing, he's just like, just kidding, just kidding. Like repeating, <laughs> I don't know why, for some reason it haunts is me. Is it the same actor from it the is, original? Yeah. Oh, nice. Everyone's the same except for they re- replaced uh christy swanson is gone because i think that's when she was kind of starting yeah. to get into films they replaced her with uh another actress i can't remember who it is but she did some other film like i think some other genre work um but david Faustino's still there and uh the- john astin was replaced with a different actor but in return is that the kid from alf from uh no it's david Faustino's from married with children no but the kid from alf was in the uh, first one. Oh yeah i think he still is in it yeah okay. yeah uh, yeah i knew i recognized that little yeah. kid i can picture it um eugene levy's in this as the oh, villainous awesome. he's like the crotchy old man of the town he's against fun which of course is going to cause conflict because the dad runs gag city um yeah there's a scene too where the dad's floating and he's like just expanding like getting big like he's gonna pop like a balloon as he's floating through there like there's a lot of weird stuff there is too like for halloween this one kind of fits because they're holding like a big it doesn't say what it is. It's not like a Halloween festival, but it's some kind of big carnival where everyone's in costume and they have like um, a psychic and a seance room and stuff like that in a wax museum. Oh, nice. And there's a cool scene where the wax museum, uh, all the creatures come to life. Um, yeah, I had fun with it. I, st- I like the other one better. I think the other one, I, it, it moves at a good pace. The other mm. one, like it's 45 minutes. There's not much to it. Whereas this one, I think where it's expanded to an hour and a half. Bit at times bloke. it felt a little long. Uh, so I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins at a time. But yeah, I, I totally love these. Mm. Like if, for family films, like these are. You Did know, it these have are like the um, the storybook as well? Because like, one of the best things about the original is like when they do the storybook. Oh, I don't kind of dope. So I don't know if they do. I don't think they do flashbacks because yeah. I think we already know his origin in this. But yeah. I guess yeah. Again, you get like a cool wax museum and everything yeah. instead. But um, yeah, I this franchise man, it's awesome. It's yeah. it's it's so unfortunate that you can only get it through Disney's like right, right? movie club. Like this is a film throw in Walmart in a ten dollar bin yeah. or something, and I think like so many people would find out about it and, and enjoy it. Like again, all these kids watching Halloween Town, and all this stuff. Like yeah, I don't know. I think this would be. Yeah, I, I could see a lot Better. of people enjoying this. Anyways, uh, what did you guys watch? So uh, then I watched an episode of The Walking Dead, uh, okay. season four, uh, season eight, episode four. Is it getting any better for you? Or? Um, so the, it it's it was a pretty good episode. It's a yeah. little bit tragic. Um, yeah, I, I don't really need to get into it. A main a character you love dies. <laughs> there, there is a death. Um, <laughs> That shows like the Sopranos there's no point becoming attached to anyone because yeah. everyone dies. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give this one a seven. Okay. Then after that, I watched uh, Guillermo uh, del Toro's Chronos. Uh, oh, what'd you think? That's a fun one. Yeah, a lot of fun. I hadn't seen this one. This is, mm-hmm. I think, the last of the del Toros that I hadn't. Uh, That's like the one. Seen. It's like an interesting take on a vampire. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's it's basically an alchemist creates this key to eternal life and it's this device that like latches on to you it's yeah, it super looks cool. like, like a beetle or yeah, something like, like a yeah, metallic beetle or something yeah and there is a bug inside the device mm-hmm. that he you know he goes in there and he shows the inner workings with all the the clock yeah. work mechanisms in there but then there's this bug that's giving the life it's, it's cool right it's super cool um it instantly has a lot of his sort of um 
Like this is his first Almost. big film, I believe. Yeah, right? this is his, his first. I find big this film. one kind of gets overshadowed. Like everyone talks about Devil's Backbone, and this one I don't really hear anyone talk about. I, I remember enjoying it just as much myself. I know yeah. Devil's Backbone is probably the better film, but I thought this one. I, I know I love vampires. And it's not a steep drop off. It had a really interesting take on the whole, and per- Perlman's in there too, isn't he? Ron Perlman's in the, oh. in it, and he's chewing scenery <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, the the guy that plays the grandfather uh, is is pretty remarkable too and and you can really have a lot of empathy for him mm-hmm. um it kind of the the ending is a little bit like well we don't know how to end it so yeah. let's just make it a kind of like normal action spectacle a little bit um i wouldn't say i like it as much as as devil's back yeah um but yeah I, I still really dug it i'm gonna give it 7.5 pumpkins oh, that's awesome. uh, so is there um this this your End of the uh, Del Toro movies. Is there any Del Toro film you're like, ah, not for me? Like, did you like Mimic? Did you like a. Even Mimic, like, Mimic, this is better than Mimic. Yeah. Uh, and Mimic has the same issues at the end. Yeah. Pacific Rim kind of sucks, so. Yeah. Actually, I haven't seen Pacific Rim. Okay. So, that's, the, I guess that's the last one. I guess that's mm-hmm. not terrible, but it's like, I remember seeing it and being like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not in the urge to see that again. Mm-hmm. Whereas all those other movies, they left me a yeah. lot more excited to revisit, but. I think I think you guys have clouded that one where I've just forgotten it, but I le- I have it. I can lend it to you if you do want to check it out just to complete your Del Toro. I, I haven't seen Mimic. That's one of his I haven't. Seen. Hey, listen, it's robots fighting monsters, so it can't be bad. Yeah. Right? Well, it's it stars uh, what's that guy Hunnam Charlie? Oh Hunnam, who, yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Who's just like it's just yeah. drains. Like he's not a. Good I find him like zero charm. Like yeah, he's the worst really part of Sons of Anarchy, Lost right? City yeah. of Zed. What was it? Lost City of Zed. I really enjoyed, but everything yeah. else he's been in just like. He's good in Lost City of Zed yeah. too, and yeah. I guess I liked him in Undeclared, Undeclared. Uh, before he tried to be a serious actor. <laughs> yeah. But everything else I find he's just such a bland mm-hmm. actor. And then there's like an Asian actress that was pretty terrible in there too. Like, but Charlie Day's in it kind of gives it a nice little. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You should watch it. He's also like the worst aspect of Crimson Peak. Yeah, I'll give you that too. Like he's so stiff in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else is kind of having fun. Yeah, not as much fun as Jessica Chastain. <laughs> but she's having way too much fun. All right, so I watched a sequel to a movie I didn't get around to watching um, uh, this October, but Jeepers Creepers two. Okay, I'm surprised this movie isn't bigger because this monster is one of the coolest monsters. I think it may have to do with the directors. Yeah, that could be it. Right? There's a lot of people. I know a lot of people. Like when yeah. Scream Factory announced they were releasing this. Yeah. There was like an outrage. Like oh, it really? was like people still bring it up. Anytime you any bring up this film anywhere on the internet and, and you're gonna get like uh, you know, you're gonna have half people saying, Yes, it's a great movie and you're gonna get the other half people yeah. saying you're a terrible person for supporting him and watching yeah. his films. Like it's yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's ever going to go away, and I, well, I think I don't think we're going to see a part four because of it. Yeah. Even for part three, when they tried to release it, there was like people there was protesting. Some backlash, right? Yeah. It, okay. It was a big th- thing, to so. separate the the film from the filmmaker, this movie is a ton of fun, yeah. man, and this monster is awesome. It looks great, and he's actually like uh, has these expressive eyes that make it even more spooky. Like he's a mm-hmm. monster, but he has like human eyes. What's well, Justin Long's eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Am I spoiling part one? Oops. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's the guy Ray Wise? From um, Twin Peaks. Is that oh yeah. His name. Yep. He is in this, and he is insanely crazy. Like I guess his son gets uh, captured by this monster, so he just builds this fucking Gatling gun to go after this creature, and he is zany to the tits, man. It's the movie's. <laughs> I had a ton of fun. Yeah, with this. I loved like part one revisiting, yeah. and it was one of my favorite films this month. And like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a classic, and I agree. I think. The Creeper is one of the it could most iconic. Your dreams to me, too, like right? he's up there with Jason and yeah. Freddy for me. Like I think he's at. I mean, maybe not to the mainstream, but for me, like if I was choosing my favorite, you his, know, he's a good-looking monster, man. Four villains, like, he would be up there. 
And the idea that he's just regenerating, like you cut off his head, like, that oh, doesn't matter. I'm just going to steal someone's head and pop it on yeah. my head. Just so uh, you get some of his uh, backstory, too, which I don't think you get too much of in no, the first no. one. So it actually shows, like, he gets, he does he feed every 23 years in the first one, or is that something uh, something that they made in the second? Yeah, I forget, to be honest. So you get a bit of the origin on this one, which is kind of cool. So I'm going to give it a 7.5 okay, pumpkins. Cool. Uh, I finished off the night with The Spiral Staircase from 1946. Oh, yeah. Um, Kino releases another one. Again, they've been putting out all these obscure, like, old black and white films I've been excited to see. Uh, the Maze I talked about. This one, I have another one that I'm going to hopefully watch next week. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not... I know it is a horror film. It, it Pretty much there's a murderer on the loose, and he's killing people with afflictions. So, so, you know, whatever handicaps you have. Mm. There's a woman, Helen, who hasn't been able to speak since she saw her parents burn to death in a house when she was younger. And so she's the killer's next target. She works as a housemaid at this old gothic mansion. Of course, there's a thunderstorm raging on outside. And you have awesome. a bunch of interesting characters that are stuck in this house. And the killer, you see, sneak into this house. And you know he's watching. He's going to kill at some fun. point. It's not like a who's done it, is it? Like a- Well, yeah, you don't know who the killer is. Yeah. So you're kind of guessing the whole time. Uh, there's like... Um, the mother of the house is upstairs and she's this old woman. She's dying and she's kind of miserable to everyone except for like, she really likes Helen. So I, <laughs> I really don't talk back to her. <laughs> I really enjoyed her though. Like she was, she was like this lovable, like you could tell she was a likable, lovable character, but she also didn't like if, if she didn't, if she didn't like you, she'd let you know kind of yeah. person. But, um, you know, there's, like, this portly uh, nurse, and she's just, like, the butt of all jokes from everyone there, and, like, the mother is totally, like, mean to her, and, like, uh, there's an, uh, there's the maid who enjoys the whiskey. She's, like, yeah, sneaking the, the whiskey out of the, the basement. You got the cocky brother, uh, the young outcast actor, just this ec- eclectic uh, group of people, and, yeah, it's a murder mystery, and you know that someone's going to try to kill her at some point. I really enjoyed it. I didn't love it, though. It was missing that something that made it go over but there's some cool cool shots there's a shot where like the, the killer's watching her and you see like in his eye I, I don't know I'm gonna give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten I think I was expecting a little bit more horror elements yeah. like it is pretty much like I think someone might die at the beginning it's a noir some... really yeah, yeah exactly it's doesn't count we count it or we not count <laughs> Um, well, it's still a killer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's still a killer, a, st- a killer, a glove killer, and a. We'll go to the judge later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll see how close it gets. I think I think they advertise as a horror, but maybe yeah. that's just because horror films yeah. sell more. But I think I think on IMDb it is. It's like a noir uh, horror. I think is what okay. they they have it. Um, but yeah, I, I still dug it. I just yeah, like I said, I wish there was a little bit more kills, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it was still cool. Awesome. Cool. Well, I watched uh, another film this day. What a great day for you, eh? Yeah. Um, trying to make a big, uh, yeah, big return. splash. So I watched The Strangers. Oh, awesome. Uh, from 2008. Yeah, I guess. I think so. And uh, I think I this is my third time seeing it now. Mm. Uh, but I hadn't seen it in... Like, I saw it when it came out. I maybe saw it a year after yeah. that. And, uh, man, it's still like... It gets you, right? It is instantly... The, there's like an unsettling once they're in that house even yeah, terrifying. even when they're they're just talking about their relationship mm. there's something's about to happen you you know you, there, you just can it, feel it it is dripping with tension dripping and the whole it never lets up the mm. whole time it's a, a really short film yeah but because of that like 
there's never a wasted moment. Uh, after seeing the strangers pray at night or whatever the hell, that was terrible, right? Terrible. I haven't seen it yet. I I'm going to try to watch it for the the best of the year. Yeah. I think it might be on my worst of. It's year. weird. I, I've heard I've heard very mixed things. Like I've heard people love it, but I heard like if you're expecting a sequel to The Strangers, you'll, you'll be disappointed because it, it's kind of does its own thing. It's more has in common with like 80s slasher. It's films. It's more like a natural born killer. It's just a basic slasher movie, yeah. uh. with, and it's not good. Yeah. Um. Okay. It, it, it kind of ruins. The ending of the first one? Well, just it doesn't ruin it for me, but it completely devalues that mystery that these yeah. these characters have, the strangers have. Um, anyways, it's it's really well acted. I think Do you Scott not have Speedman, who has with... disappeared, sorry, go ahead. Uh, who has disappeared from acting, is actually good in this, and I don't think mm-hmm. that's ever been said before. No. But um... <laughs> now, do you not have problems? I mean, like I, I remember being so tense, terrifying. I loved it for the most part. Uh, I think I would have gave it like an eight out of ten or something. But I remember having issues with some of the the decisions they make as just being so fucking stupid. Like like worse than like eighties slasher stupid. I think in some cases they're they're bad decisions. Like like I'm talking. I just remember them being like so ridiculously bad. Like that is like if if you could if you had ten options, that was probably the worst mm. you could have done. And they would do it like every time they would always do those. I I didn't find that too much. Like they actually said it. They have a good plan. Hide in this room, and then when somebody comes around, shoot them. Yeah, doesn't go quite the way Wait. they hope. And I can imagine that just like mangling your brain. Yeah. after that scene happens, that I, that's still and that's played by uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I didn't realize that the when I first here. seen it. Um, anyways, I think it's one of the better home invasion <laughs> movies. Hmm. I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, yeah. eight pumpkins out of ten. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in years. So I, I got to go back to watching it. Right? It's definitely worth worth, yeah. worth a watch again. And then I watched uh, a Tales from the Dark Side, the anniversary dinner. I won't go into it too much. It's this <laughs> old couple who basically seem like they're these this sweet couple, but yeah. but there's really they're side. there's a dark side, and they talk about their kids all the time um, mm. and how they're gone, and they're basically like cannibals. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. It's a solid entry. Cool. Is that it for the... the That's it for me. Uh, You? That's it for me. So are we done? Yeah, we're done for the... Well, the week, third week of October? This is uh, fourth week. Fourth week. Fourth week. What? (laughs) So yeah, this is uh, the end of of volume four. We will be back uh, for the final episode next week where we're going to cover the last, I guess, the last four days, the 28th to the 31st. Um, which should be a short episode, but then I know usually on October, the, on Halloween, usually you, you know get, we'll, get a bit we'll crazy. each get through a, a big chunk. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, this is uh, uh, yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, send us our uh, Halloween cards at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter just uh, at moviecitymaniac. Or you can, uh, yeah, find us on our Facebook page, uh, Movie City Maniacs. It's a group page or like page. We can join the discussion. Yeah, we'd, again, love to hear what you guys are watching this month and uh, any thoughts on what we have been watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming out, Adam. And we'll Thanks see you guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll be back for one more. <laughs> Stay scared, everybody. Long
along about midnight the ghosts and banshees get together for a jamboree there's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes some have fame about this size some short and fat some tall and thin and some don't even bother to wear their skin i'm a telling you brother it's a fearful sight just to see what goes on in the night when the spooks have a midnight jam oh you gotta do it uh, you can find us on facebook just search uh horror i get like a dunce cat for every time that happens <laughs> edit that bastard holding his noggin right in his hand demons take one look and grow then they hit the road for parts unknown well there's no raid like a spook that's burned the ghost don't like a man he's really burned he swears to the longest day he's dead well i'll show them that i can get ahead whoa, 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 whoa.